What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Thursday Night Roski, the second longest winning episodic program here on YouTube. We are back in here for the evening service. And I hope you enjoyed your morning into your afternoon. And if you're on the West Coast, it is early evening. And if you're on the East Coast... East Coast ninjas are the craziest. All right, you guys are about to tuck in and get some milk and cookies. But today, we got a show, epic show to hear today, why long-distance relationships are for goofy men and why women get the advantage in long-distance relationships. I know, Henry says, ninjas gonna be on self-deletion watch. Ninjas gonna listen. They're like, damn, coach, can we have something? Can we have something? Yes, you can have something right here. And that's you. All right. Uh, we're going to go into long-distance relationships, look at the success rate of long-distance relationships uh, as much as we can. You know, I don't know how you look up the data on this one, but I always give you numbers to think about also. Also, I'm going to tell you why they are a drastic disadvantage for men. In fact, mostly the, most relationships are a disadvantage to men except polygamy. Yeah. Indeed. And that's you. All right, but we'll talk about that, some things that you might not think of. Some crazy stories, some scenarios, some wild outlandish scenarios, some experiences that I've had, and so forth and so on. All right, so without further ado, to contribute to today's show, dollar sign, the Notorious CGA on the Cash App, Benmo, Coach Greg Adams TV, PayPal, paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams, and that's pinned to the top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel when you can super chat on the Notorious CGA channel. Well, yeah, you in here with the Bruce Wayne it is ish. The king of kings, the king of content, and the speaker of truth. Yours truly, the notorious one. Did I say all of that? A.K.A. Mr. Coachalini, better known as the prognosticator, Coach Adamas. And you in the Desert Storm Bucker with Mr. EWF, Every Woman's Fantasy. And CGAC, God Allah, and the eight-time demonetized champion of YouTube. We'll forget all the other nicknames and get right into today's show. Shout out to my man, Mr. Albert, over on the Super. Super, he says, did you hear Frank James received 10 life sentences and... No one actually died. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how to listen, man. I don't know how the courts work. Uh, is it a life or a life sentence? Or I don't know what happened. Maybe because he put people in danger. I don't know, man. Ten life sentences. Nobody died. I don't know. Uh, but uh, anyway, interesting. MC Hanser says long distance. Yeah, if you're in jail, it all makes sense. And you hope that she can put a little something on the commissary so I can get some, some soup. All right. Soup, soup, soup. All right. I can get some soup, soup, soup. Yeah. Shout out to the girls, man. Hey man, put a little bit of money on my books so I can get some soup. Dare I say Vienna sausages, but cause a can of Vienna sausage. You know what I mean? Something ice cream. All right. We got to have something, put some money on my books. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. Shout out to Clifford Charles says, Coach Skitty Pop Pop on IG today, my ninja. He knows how. And he says to know them. Wait a minute here. What? He knows how to know them. I think I mean, I don't know what that means, but something about it. And he says right here, shout out to my favorite African-American. He clapping all them Kaylee cheeks, not Kaylee Keisha's in the building. Hey, yo. 
Chill, Sean. Hey, yo, chill, son. And hey, he said, "Up for the weekend already? I guess it is getting closer to the weekend. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? All right, what did you try to say over there? All right, Clifford. You you missed something there. I missed something. But uh, I was Skitty Pop Pop on IG. If you follow me on IG, uh, went out to the desert for lunch. Ate my sandwich, my cheese and crackers. All right, and I went Skitty Pop Pop and a boom, boom, boom. Skitty Shout out to J Flow. Dropping some barbecue money out here, but only got money for one rib. Shout out to it's you. There's barbecue in there. Coach Gang Yang. All right. Uh, what are we saying here? What are we saying here? Let me check on the cash app, see if anybody's going on. What did you mean? It was the anesthesia. All right. What what did you what did you mean to say? What did you mean to say? All right, you're the anesthesiologist. You said he knows how to know them. What what I don't know what that means. Something them out. I don't know what's going on. Uh, what are we doing here? Cash app is dead. We'll have to say that right now. I noticed it. All right. Maybe I got canceled. All right. All right. Let me see what's on the Vin Mizzle. Shout out to uh, Cynthia Ramirez. Says my cousin is marrying his long distance fake book girlfriend because she allegedly will come into some money soon. Like what are people? Bruh. Like, why is that why you're going to marry? Like, what are people doing out here? Man, today, ooh, I saw, I went to go get some pick, uh, some, uh, uh, to go food, all right? Because I spent all day, all lunch, shooting firearms. And then I went to the Bass Pro Shop. I had to return a holster, you know, because I'm full CCW and one of my holsters was bugging. And so I pull up in the to go parking lot. And uh, there's a brother there sitting in the car, Latino brother. And I think it was a Dodge Charger. I think it was a Dodge Charger. It was like a car like that. Maybe it was, I don't know what it was. But it was kind of souped up. But you know, it was kind of like an Ultima Maxima. Probably was a Nissan Maxima. All right, probably was like a Nissan Maxima loaded up with low profiles. So he's sitting there. And uh, as I pulled in back in my truck so I can get a, I can protect my six. All right, he backs in in the spot, you know, over from me. So there's an empty spot, and he backs up in there. Now, I put my order in, and I come back out, do a little bit of work, put my time stamps on, and uh, I notice he's still sitting out in the car. Yeah, Edgar. Edgar was still sitting out in the car. And then I was like, okay, I thought nothing of it. Sat there, did a little bit of work on my computer. And uh, out comes, out comes a... Out came a gordita. Now, I'm in my truck. I'm not in the Porsche. I'm in my truck, and a gordita comes out. And I mean a slop-a-lop gordita. I mean sloppy. I mean, she was soggy everywhere, fam. Soggy. I mean, she came out waddling like a penguin. You know what I mean? She was like five foot three. All right, 170-pound sloppy fupa. I mean, just sloppy. All right, and she worked at the place that I was picking up food. She worked at the pace that I was picking up food. She had her little gear on. You know, she was a server. And she came out, big shirt, sloppy, saggy, soggy, waggies. I was like, God damn. All right. And, and she walks out waddling right to Edgar. All right, right to his car. I was like, uh-oh. And so I was looking like. Oh, the humanity. And he gets out of the, he gets out of the uh, driver's seat. So I'm looking like, what is this shit here? And he gets out. 
I would say the couple both look around the age of 28. Both look around that age of 28. So um, she waddles up to him like this, and uh, he hops out of the car. He didn't, he didn't wait for her to get in. He hops out, and she walks up to him, give him a nice old sloppy-ass kiss. I was like, oh, the humanity. And he was fit. He had, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't sloppy at all. He was in good shape, which always goes to tell you. I tell you, Ninja, you know, some ninjas throw the towel in, and they get something. They, they just get a warm embrace. So he's fit. Like, he's muscular. I mean, he, he wasn't diesel or nothing, but he was muscular. He, he wasn't fat at all. He was in shape. Like, he wasn't in shape shape, but he was in decent shape. You know, he had his tight-ass pants on and his hoodie and shit. I'm looking like ninja. <laughs> and so I was like, maybe they're going to... Yeah, they already got kids. You know they already got three kids. They already got three kids. This ninja, they've been together since she was 15. And that's his main chick. So I thought they was going to switch spots and she was going to drive. But no, he gets out, opens her door. I'm watching like, look at this ninja. All right, he in love. He opens her door. She waddles over. All right, gets in the car with her little ass waddling ass feet. Gets in the car. He opens the trunk. He takes her bag, puts it in the back. Then he hops back in the front seat. Gone. And I was sitting there like ninja. <laughs> now, the only people who were like, see, coach, love is love. It's love. Ninja, oh, man, dude. Let me tell you, when she, she was super duper slop a lot. She was a slop a lot. <laughs> I'm sitting there like, that must be, this ninja's a homosexual. Something's up. Something's up here. I don't have the whole story. That might be the primary earner we just saw come out. She was the primary earner, for sure. There's something up. Maybe he a homosexual. He ain't got no job. Her name is on the car. Something's up. Or, or he in love. Ninja the ninja. I was like, yikes. Anyway, he said, love don't see fat. Oh, man, that was his hyena. That was his numero uno. I guarantee you, I guarantee you before he put babies in that woman, that woman was uh, 75 pounds lighter. <laughs> I was sitting here looking at the ninja. I wanted to roll down the window like ninja. You down bad, fam. And she, this is sloppy. He put that pound cake, boy. You should have seen this woman, man. I was like, I mean, she wasn't bad looking in the face. I mean, I mean, she wasn't like ugly in the face. I mean, she was decent looking in the face, but it wasn't like she was cute or nothing. All right, somebody said that was me, Sean. All right. <laughs> I was like, man, love don't see fat, man. All right, anyway, let's get back into it. But I big up them. I'm like, good, man, you're a good man. You're a good man out there. You get to lay in bed. Boy, you know he probably looks at himself. I could do better than this. <laughs> yeah, citizenship, I have no idea. I would love to know because I'll be damned if that was a straight-up relationship. I'll be damned. There ain't no way in God's green earth he on probation, something. He on probation. You know, I, I there, there has to be an explanation as to what I just saw. But the Gordita, I'm telling you, man, them Gorditas, they take care of you. Gorditas take care of you. She wasn't a, she wasn't a butter, well, can't be a butter face. I mean, she was a decent looking in the face. It wasn't like she was like very nice, but she wasn't bad looking. But, yeah, he got a bed warmer, consistent, sloppy, 
sloppy. She probably don't never turn him down. <laughs> she probably don't never turn him down. He get it whenever he want. He get, she give him the sloppy toppy. She give him the sloppy belly. She probably let him put it everywhere in her ear. She don't care. <laughs> right? Put it in my ear. She be like, I want to put it in your ear. Okay. Okay, Poppy, put it in my ear. Yeah, she's like, okay, daddy. She don't care. <laughs> right? She like, I'll do anything for my man. Hey, a gordita will do anything for her man. That's the one thing. A gordita would do. See, this is why we talk about him. She'll do, he said, in between the poop pop. All right, Adriana says, lots of couples along the way. He says, get that comfortable love weight on. Doesn't mean it's right or wrong. Yeah, it is. Like, it's bad. Like, I, you know what? Like, she can't be my arm candy. They're just like, please, brothers. Do, do you realize, I mean, I got 50 gorditos like that in my rotation. 50. 50 rotations. Talking about I'm jealous. Please. <laughs> All right. All right, put it in my ear. It don't matter. All right, ladies, is there some gorditas here? I'm telling you, don't sleep on gorditas. They'll take care of you. Now, the thing is, the thing is, she got a tracker on that car. She got a GPS monitor on that car. She knows where he is at all times, and she will stab him if he thinks of ever doing her dirty. I mean, she probably will stab him if she ever thinks, if she ever... <laughs> She was like, if you do me dirty, I know where you are. This ninja can't do nothing. He on lockdown. He got the, he got the ankle monitor on his leg. He like, I can't go nowhere. She bail. <laughs> she will bail his ass out if he get picked up for a warrant because he know he got a warrant. She'll bail him out. She'll use her whole check. She'll use her whole check. Poppy, I'll come to see you, Poppy. Yep. Okay, daddy. <laughs> she will straight stab this ninja. Don't you think? Anyway, that's the only thing, man, about gorditas. That's the only thing, man. If they, yeah, estoy loco. Estoy loco. Estoy loco. Yeah, estoy loco. The gordita. That's the only thing, but she'll let you ruin her credit. She'll bail you out. She'll let you even have some girls. You know what I mean? She like, look, I, I'll look the other way, but you better come home. You better come home to me. She's mine. You may have had her once, but I got them all the time. Would y'all get you a gordita if she did that? Would you get you a gordita if she was like, look, do what you want as long as you come home to me, baby. Come on to me. She put them fat little chubby fingers on you. She was like, as long as you mine. You get you a gordita. I bet you you should have one in your rotation. You should have you one. She give you a good house and home. <laughs> She'll give you a good house and home. You know what I mean? She be up in there making you fat. You want something to eat, baby? I'll make you something. All right? She get up in the middle of the morning all farting and stuff in the middle of the bed. You trying to sneak out? I think I'm going to go to Taco Bell. Oh, baby, you ain't got to go to Taco Bell. I got you right here. I used to push a cart back in the day. What you want? I go in there, make some guacamole, get the cilantro, get all of that shit. Let me get all that shit, dice all that up. She him in there. You want some taco? You don't want no Taco Bell. Just stay right here. Sit down right now. Uh-huh. She dicing that shit up. She getting a carne asada. <laughs> you ain't got to go nowhere. She waving that wife around. You ain't got to go nowhere. She get that damn, she get that damn avocado and she slice it right down the middle and curl it. All right, she opened that shit up, diced that shit. Yeah, man. 
She get the rice out the slow cooker. She be like, I was cooking rice and beans for you right here. I got it right here. You don't need no Taco Bell. All right. <laughs> All right. You like, shit. You just want to go out and get you a Slimmy for a minute. But she like, oh, you don't got to go nowhere. I got four locals in the bath. I got I got a whole Modelo's, four locals, uh, Coronas. Anything you want, Poppy. Lime? You want a lime in there, Poppy? Mm. <laughs> you ain't got to go nowhere. I got you, Bap. I got you, Poppy. All right? Chariso, eggs in the morning. Chariso and eggs in the morning. I got you, Poppy. Two in the morning. You ask me anything. And you can take me anytime you want, Poppy. If I'm sleep, farting in the bed, whatever you want, just take me anytime, Poppy. <laughs> oh no i'm just playing oh man 3 a.m she will get up mm-hmm. I, uh, poppy what you want all right kids crying she don't care take care of my man <laughs> she got the flying all of that shit you know what i mean she get the margarita make you a margarita put the salt around it here you go poppy i got you i got you you mine you mine you never have to worry about a thing <laughs> Man, they gonna be after me, man. All the Latina chicks gonna be after me. The West Coast Mexicanos, Chicanos are gonna be after me now. Chicanas, all right. But you know, <laughs> yeah. all right. She like, uh, she like arroz con pollo. I got you, torta. I got you. <laughs> she all over you, man. Anyway, she got you wrapped in that warm embrace. To wrap you in. My warm embrace. Hey Amen. And then all, the only thing that's going to be wrong is you got to see be seen with her in public. You know what I mean? You think it's all good. You like, man, I got it made. Mama Sita, take care of Poppy. She's like, see, Poppy, see. All right. And you're like, this is so great. The only thing is I got to be seen with this individual in public. Mm. Trade-offs. She treats me so well. I might wife her. She's such a good woman. Then you got to go outside. Then you got to go outside. You know what I mean? You got to go scene with her. You know what I mean? You hoping nobody sees you. It's your girl, Shorhina. Yeah, this is my girl. Damn, Ninja. Oh, man, she takes care of me, man. Really, it's, it's not what you think. She's a chalupa. She's a maxi mega torta. No, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay, essay. <laughs> Tranquil away. All right. <laughs> All right. Anyway, where we at, man? I know I'm banned from Mexico City now. I'm banned in Mexico City. All right. Anyway. Yeah, no bueno. No bueno. Oh, yeah, yo tengo. All right. Anyway, let's see. <laughs> let's see here. Yeah, man, you got to move away because, you know what I mean? You'd be like, oh, let's go to the football game. And then you got to have her waddling with you. You holding her hand. She all waddling. Her stomach all jiggling. You like, oh, man. But, hey, listen, you get taken care of at home. Mm. All right, I got to check in in Mexico City in Tijuana. All right, Tukula. I got to check in in Cabo, Cabo San Lucas. I got to check in in Cancun. I'm banned. In Tejas, too, man. I'm telling you, man. Where am I banned? I don't even know where that is, but I'm banned. All right, goodness. Where are we at here? Let me get back to I gotta get I gotta get back. Who's playing football today? Nobody cares. All right, what are we doing here? I do have some super chats. I went off subject today already. 
Uh, shout out to Cynthia. Shout out to Q Time says today's stop topic. Today's show is sponsored by Marty. Yeah, that ninja. All right. <laughs> he said more gut than butt. All right. Anyway. Shout out to Derek Choice. He says shout out to all the real men that the stepdads who stepped up. Shout out to you. Shout out to all the real men. All right. Any stepdaddies in here? Shout out to the stepdaddies. We'll give you a get them daddy. Get them daddy. All right. Shout out to Cheap Drum Hack says, Coach, what you said about black musicians is 100% correct. Eric Clapton was once asked, how does it feel to be the best guitar player in the world? He said, I don't know. You have to ask Prince indeed. Yeah, man. Oh, man. White folks love them. Some white men that can play instruments. All right. Well, who was the guy that just died uh, recently? There was a musician that just died, an old guy. You know me with names. I want to say, who was it? That wasn't Jimmy Page. It was, I can't remember who it was. But a, a lot of those guys learn from, you know, these black musicians. It is what it is. That was somebody that just died. Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy something. All right, but anyway. But yeah. Anyway, can't remember who it was. Maybe you guys know. But yeah, man, if you look it up. It's unfortunate because ninjas want to grab microphones and no instruments today. It wasn't Jimmy Hint. Jimmy Buffett. There you go. It was Jimmy Buffett. All right. I couldn't even think. Jimmy Buffett just died. I want to say that was about a month ago. Jimmy Buffett. All right. Shout out to the Miami sound. Jimmy Buffett died recently. Indeed. He's a musician back in the day. Singer, songwriter, American musician. Jimmy Buffett. All right. Anyway. All right, I got to look up one more thing. Thank you, man. You know my names recall is crazy. All right, Commanders and Bears, who cares? All right, who cares about that game? Commanders should get an easy dub. Yeah, Jimmy Buffett, when did he die? I want to say that was last month. Did he die? I thought he did. No, uh, September 1st, so last month. Yeah, September 1st. All right, so anyway, let's get back to the show. All right, what do we got going on here? Is it doom and gloom? All right, we'll do a little doom and gloom. Doom and gloom, CGA, back in here. We got some incredible news to you to report, so you, you better get your stock portfolio together here. Doom and gloom, CGA. We're going to start with this information, apparently, uh, the media is trying to scare you people to get your stuff together and we'll share it live. Actually, I got to get the right thing to share. Okay, new data. New data suggests that there may be a uh, crash not seen since the Great Depression and it could hit in 2024. You better gear up and start saving money, man. You better start saving money, man. I don't know, man, because listen, they ain't going to take no shorts out here. All right, you guys see everything going the way it's going. And I think what they're trying to say is, even though the Fed is trying to fight, I'm going to give you the gist of the article. Um, the, the, the Fed is fighting like crazy to try to control interest rates. They actually did not increase interest rates last time, but they're definitely going to look at, in November, 25 basis points potentially uh, to try to curb the market, the housing market, and purchasing power and all of that shit, right? We see what's going on here. In fact, you guys can see that uh, interest rates are actually higher than these 9%, 10%. Like when you go to a supermarket, you know, the price of things have increased by, you know, 20, 30, 40% in many instances. Or we've 
experience some uh, shrinkflation, right? Where these um, companies are basically shrunk the amount of product that they sell you. Maybe they shrunk the bag or shrunk the contents in the bag. Most of the time they keep the bag size the same or the jar size the same and shrink how much they put in there. So this is that's a that's a form of inflation, right? You're battling that your purchasing power is you're purchasing less even at a higher price. Okay, so we're seeing this now. They're saying the crash might that might appear in 2024 might not be seen since the Great Depression. I think we've already experienced something even worse than that. All right, but uh, you know, since they never call something a recession, they never give it an official term. Whether you're Republican or Democrat, you see it as different. I still think we're going through an economic collapse of epic proportion. That's what we're in right now. And I think the dominoes will fall right after several months of not paying student loans. Okay. To me, to me, to me, right after a couple of people don't pay student loans, or in fact, people start paying their student loans, then you're going to see some real tightening. You're going to see some adjustments being made. But the gist of the article at the bottom says, while the Fed's trying to curb inflation, the administration that is in power, it is the Biden administration, they're continuing to run the money printer, all right? So they're still trying to print that money, all right? And so they're spending, spending, the spending hasn't stopped, that hasn't curved. Uh, the money that's going over to the U-K-R-A-I-N-E keeps, it keeps increasing, all right? We keep getting tighter on our side, the housing prices have not come down. People are expecting a crash of the market. I don't think the prices will go down. It's irrelevant. The interest rates are what people are just going to prevent people from buying. And the people who have excess cash will get will be able to buy. You'll just be priced out based on that. Okay. But people will still not purchase if the interest rates are what they perceive to be ridiculous. And they're ridiculous in comparison to the last two or three years. Now, they're saying the money printer goes that's what's happening, all right. And if the, as long as as long as the money printer keeps going, brrr, new, 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 new world order. This is going to affect a lot of what's going on here. So I'm just giving you the gist of what they were talking about here. All right, this is obviously a slant because it's Fox News, and uh, they're probably going to slant towards the uh, Joe Biden administration being the the problem here, obviously, or um, all of that. But it says U.S. recession remains more likely than not, according to the. Uh, the Deutsche Bank warning. All right, so um, yeah, man, I think I think it's I think this is gonna be definitely true that we're gonna experience some some tightening. Uh, oh, oh, by the way, the Fed is going to potentially also raise rates early next year. I believe they meet the next meetings in are in November, and I believe March. All right, so I might be wrong. November and March, or November, January, and March. I'm not sure. And uh, when we get these reports, these reports aren't coming in like they want to, and then they're going to make the adjustment. My prediction, 2026. Mm. 2026. He said the interest rates aren't the problem. Oh, they certainly are. But, yeah, the prices are still too high, too. I mean, they're still top of the market. But the interest rates are stopping people from borrowing money. All right. Nobody wants to borrow money uh, when your payment goes up. Like, you know, what, what's happening is, you know, interest rates were two, three. 4% tops in 2021, right at the peak of the the um, the market frenzy, housing market frenzy. Now they're 8, 9, and you can certainly say 10, 11%. Plus, they're not giving out mortgages like marshmallows today. And those increases are going to increase your mortgages $1,500, $2,000. All 
Nobody wants to do that shit. Nobody doing that. No, nobody's going to do that. I mean, that, that right there is going to stop a person from borrowing in their tracks. All right. Just that increase in the interest rate, right? 4%, 5%, 6%. Ain't nobody in their right mind about to look at what they could have bought in 2021 with the mortgage payment somewhere around 1600 and now your mortgage payment is $3,700. Ain't no way. Ain't no way in hell. And most people buy based on monthly payment. All right. Not many, not many, not many people buy price oriented. Like when you go to the car lot, you be like, I want my monthly payment to be. All right. That's what people want the monthly payment. They want monthly payment. How much can I afford per month? They don't buy, but with the price, and then you will buy a whole, dude, I sold cars. I sold cars for like three months. I swear to God, people would come in there, and they want to cap, what was they selling? Ford Expeditions at the time. Ford Expeditions. At the time, the Expedition was like $60,000. 60 grand. These people would come in here and want a $500 payment. Now, Everybody knows that that's not the way to shop, but that's how people shop for cars. Now, I often said, how many years do you want to pay off that $500 payment? Now, they would say no more than five years. And I would say, okay. Do you realize you're coming up mighty, mighty short, right? If you take 60 payments and 500, you don't get close to $60,000. <laughs> right, <laughs> like your math is off fam hold up for a second like hold up for a second uh yeah you at 30,000 so how you gonna own the car mother I mean the actual retail price is $60,000 you're gonna make 60 payments at 500 you're halfway short not only that I haven't tacked on the interest yet for you borrowing the money for five years see that's what gets people you buy a house at $500,000 and the interest is 9, 10% over 30 years, you're probably going to pay $600,000 in interest. Nobody's doing that. <laughs> Nobody's doing that. Nobody's going to do that. All right. Nobody's looking at that. And the, oh, by the way, the prices of the houses will not drop. I'm just letting you guys know. I, got, I have inside information. Housing prices are not coming down. Anytime soon. So if you're waiting for prices to drop and there be, it's not going to happen. What's going to happen is, I'm here, Coach Dadamas, and mark my words. What's going to happen is, they're going to prices are not going to plummet. No, the houses that are at 500 grand are not coming down to 321. Not even if people have to foreclose, fire sell, short sell it. They're not coming down that low. What's going to happen is, if any people have distressed properties, even if the interest rate comes down, the housing prices are not coming down. What's going to happen is people who have the money are going to pay it to price your ass out. They're going to pay cash. There's people in China waiting to pay cash for houses. They just don't have inventory. But it ain't coming down. And if it does come down, by the time you scrape up your little change for your 3.5% FHA money, Ninja them Chinese people going to come in, snuff you right out. There's investors waiting for that. They're going to snuff you out, price you out. Okay. There'll be bidding wars on these homes, and they're going to be eight investors and two Chinese. So I'm going to just let you know. I've seen this already. By the way, I've seen this. The housing prices are not coming down drastically. 
and BlackRock will buy it up. Yeah, that's what I'm telling you. There, it's not going to happen like that. It's not going to happen. That's what's going to happen. The price is going to still be just as competitive, and uh, people are going to buy all cash. They're going to buy cash. Cash, 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 cash. rule. And there's 10% of the population that got mad cash. They got mad money. Wholesalers going to be eating. Dude, I've seen this happen already. I've, seen, I've lived it already. And this is exactly what's going to happen again. But I think people are expecting that the price is going to collapse. It's going to collapse. I don't see that coming. So, yeah, find a way to buy. This is just an opinion. This is not fact. This is just an opinion based on a little experience. But prices are not coming down. They're, they're not going to come down like that so that people can jump on it. Okay, good. And the interest rate still might be considerably high. So you're going to be thinking, oh, I'll wait. I'm gonna, you're going to time it. Anyway, cash rules everything around me. So here's the thing. You better have some money. Go get some money. Go get some money. All right, blue chip and doom and gloom. You got to be ready for this. This is why I'm telling you guys, be ready. Improve your cash position. Improve your purchasing power. Okay, be ready. Get your credit in order. All right, actually know some bankers. Meet some bankers. Meet some hard money lenders if you need to. All right, because when the move, when the houses start moving, Ninja, they ain't going to wait 60, 90 days to close. They ain't. Our prices are 100% going to come down. How much? What, what are you talking about, a crash? But See, that's the thing. What are you talking How much? Put your money where your mouth is. How much do you think housing prices are going to come down? They're not going to have a meltdown. It's not. It's not going to be like price is going to be cut in half. It's not. <laughs> All right. All right. It's not. At least 200000 I don't think so. So a $500,000 house is going to be 300000 No way. I, I, well, listen, I don't see it. I don't know if it, it, it could happen. I just don't see that happening. And it ain't going to be overnight. It's not going to be overnight. It's going to be probably steady. By that time, you've missed out on the big, you, you guys missed out on the big sales. But we'll see. Let's see. Let's see. All right, anyway, let's see. You might be right. He said at 8208, you might be right. I might be right. He said 40%. I don't see it. I hope you don't wait for the 40% housing discounts. Ninja, you're going to be in Compton buying houses. 10 to 20% possibly. 10%. Fine, 20%, okay. All right, okay. But y'all ninja still wasn't buying. You still wasn't buying no houses at 20% less. So I said 200K less. Now, if you're talking about a house that's worth 900,000 at 750, all right, I'll go for that. But the, this, is, this ought to be fun. This ought to be fun. I can't wait. Either way, I hope everybody improves their position. All right, let's get another doom and gloom story. I love it, man. And listen, nobody's right, nobody's wrong. But CGA's right, all right? You're going to be in Compton buying houses. All right, anyway, shout out to everybody there. Good luck with everything. And uh, let's show you this. Let's show you this. Uh, a teacher in Tennessee. I reported on this woman. Apparently, let's play the Instagram reel. McCommon makes references to a baby. During today's hearing, McCommon's bond was revoked. During the call, McCommon makes references to a baby. Mr. Kent, we have a 
All right, and so this crazy chica, I actually reported on her. Uh, she is allegedly a 38-year-old woman, and she's been impregnated by a 12-year-old boy. A 12-year-old boy, she's been arrested, obviously, and now the teacher is accused of child rape, but also claims that she is pregnant and she wants to raise the baby. In a call to the minor played in court Tuesday, the mother of two said she was ready to bring the alleged child into the world. All right, send it. Good Lord. Man, it says right here, um, it says right here, she alluded to the pregnancy in a separate text message, quote, I have to tell you something, this is serious and huge, that deals with you, she wrote, according to Fox 13, the mother of two, uh, it says right here, uh, let's see where they skipped it, uh, they skipped it, it says right here, uh, the somebody here, okay, somebody warned the boy he would regret telling authorities about the illicit relationship, in addition to the prior grape charge, she is now facing additional st stalking and harassment and coercion, coercion raps, coercion raps. Okay, I see it. And um, it says right here, she talking to that boy. Uh, she, she talking like that boy is 35 years old, threatening to walk out on him. Yes, absolutely. She. This is weird that she's using this tactic on this young boy, a.k.a. grooming this minor and uh, where the feminists at? They quiet as a church mouse. Now, I'm going to tell you what. I'm going to tell you what. If there was a man, I, I haven't heard many stories of it. I do have a story that's close to this um, of a man doing something like this. But if there's a man running around here knocking up 12-year-olds, believe me, they would have chopped off his weenie with a Ginsu knife. All right, at this point. But they got her and they're treating her with kid gloves. And even when you hear the story, you were like, he's a lucky guy. They would have chopped off his cocktail weenie right on the spot. That's absolutely crazy right there, how they're handling her with click gloves. They, the, they would give you the electric chair. You knocking up a 12-year-old young lady. Now, there is a story that I don't remember the names, but there is a guy. I believe he was a teacher, and I think he fell in love with one of his students. I think she was 15 or 16. People found out about it, and they took off running, and they went from little town, motel to motel, and um, they were buying KY jelly and condoms, but he was beating it up raw. I don't think she got pregnant, but then when they let her out, she actually, she actually snuck out with the guy at 15 and 16, obviously. I think she knew what she was doing, but uh, when they finally caught up to her, they treated her, oh, she's a victim. They didn't let her talk or nothing. They hit her, and she was like, oh, it's so horrible. I was like, Anyway, it's kind of weird stuff in here. The world is a better place. It needs to be a better place. That's Doom and Gloom, CGA. All right, be careful out there, gentlemen. We got a Stragglers Niggle Theater coming up. Let me see. Do I have only a few? Then I'll get to the Super Chats. I got one, two, and... Three. All right, I got one, two, and three. So let's get to those, and we'll come back to the super chats. Like, ride with me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like five fifty on the five sticky. Come get high with me, that's a deal, right? Shrago and Snickle Theater. What do we got here on the show? We have three videos, and these should be interesting. We got a gamma out here who's still out here trying to finesse ninjas, and let's put her up here. 
Uh, guys, the game don't change because your age. And I want to give y'all a secret, you youngins, especially this young lady out here. Ooh, wait. All right, look at that nice piece of sloppy yogurt. All right, but look at this over here. Look at Nana. And Nana's still about that game right here. She's still a city girl. Let's go ahead and listen to her right here. What's your ideal salary for a man? Well, at my age, salary doesn't really matter. They have to have investment properties. How do you plan to get a guy like that? I'm going to give y'all the rids. Us widow ladies, we watch the obituaries. And when the rich ladies die, their husbands marry quick. They have investment properties. Oh, my God. You don't think that's messed up? Well, I don't give a fuck. What did- All right. Obviously, a, a planned skit here. This is now they're doing scripted interviews now. Yeah. Oh, the humanity. Scripted interviews just to put your moose knuckle out there, and I would have folded her up like a love letter from the second grade. But I'll be honest with you, that story that she described there was there was a woman by the name of the Black Widow who actually did that. She actually married like three and four men, poisoned them all, and she did exactly that. She looked for men who uh, were widowers and all kind of stuff, right? And um, Nana's out here still hustling, still manipulating, still being an apex predator. Nana with her big ass looking like B. Arthur. All right. She looking like they want to say, and if you threw a party and invited everyone you knew, ooh, ooh, you would be the greatest gift you've been to me. And the card attached just says thank you for being a friend. By the way, what Kaylee doing tonight? They need to bring that glasses Velma looking ass girl over here with her feet out. I definitely would take her to pound town. All right, by here. The hell going on with these grannies? Hey, Apex predators never die. All right, let me see what we got here. We got on Straggle with Sniggle Theater. What do we got? Oh, we got a sister here. Let's see what we doing. Uh, we got a sister. Wait a minute. All right. They got me. <laughs> Where are we at here? We got, I'm not coming off my man. Okay. I'm not leaving my man. I'm just be straight up. So if you ever have get a side hoe, girl, you better stay the fuck quiet. Cause I'm not going nowhere. I'm not going nowhere. You better let him pay your little bills and shut the fuck up. Cause he ain't leaving his family. Oh my! You do you you might as well be with us. Oh, you might as well join this little sisterhood if that's what you're gonna do. Cause I'm not leaving him. Uh, oh Lord! And if you think he gonna come up off me, you lost your mind. Ooh. Oh, the crazy <laughs> life. Me. He not leaving this. Oh, girl, <laughs> you're here for a good time, not a long time. Oh, she a crazy. Oh my Lord, dude. I mean. I bet you her piece leave good as hell. I bet you she got some good punani. I mean, I bet you she got that crazy cooch that she just staring in your eyes while you try to throttle. All right? She just looking in your eyes like, I got you. <laughs> you ever get a girl like that? You ever get a girl like that? You like, I'm about to break this girl down. I'm about to break her down, fold her ass up. I'm about to have her ass folded up like a pretzel. You tie her ass up, fold her up. You be like... Try to kill it. She just looking at you. Uh-huh. Like, oh, boy, this the crazy. Have you right next to her? She'd just be looking at you. She'd be like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Thought she was going to do something. You over there convulsing. <laughs> hey, man, she good. No, she ain't going to be no good side chick. That girl right there is your main woman. That's your main woman. Now, don't do her dirty. She did say, bring your side chick in here. <laughs> she said, bring your side chick. Come on, bring them on in. But I ain't leaving you. You ain't leaving me. I cut you up. She's like, what? You thinking of leaving me? Now I got to cut you. Yeah. <laughs> you be like, hold me. She ain't flinching nothing. <laughs> but if you thinking of leaving her. Now I got to cut you. She like, oh, that ain't going to happen. She going to delete everybody in the house. She taking everybody with her. Everybody. She like, oh, you leaving? Okay, good. She put the knife in the damn table. That means y'all all gonna have to go. Cause I'm going, but y'all going before me. Now I got to cut you. She destroying everything. She's like, I let y'all do this, but y'all gonna do me this. Everybody gotta go. Now I got to cut you. <laughs> she like, you know, I gave you every possible thing that you can want. And see, guys, we run this light. All the time. We get with girls like this. And then we have a negative experience. <laughs> we have a negative experience. Yep, she burned the house down. All of that. She like, nothing's going to exist after this. I didn't told you. <laughs> right. But a lot of guys will get girls like this because she'll let you do whatever. She'll let you get over on her. She'll look the other way. She like, bring your girl in here. I'll make her some food. Come on, let her sit down in here. Come on. Come on in here, but guess what? You're mine. You may have had them once, but I got them all the time. He's mine. <laughs> but y'all trying to do her dirty. She like, now I got to cut you. All right, look. Look at her crazy ass. Look at she got them hungry eyes. And she might be doing this as a skit, but this girl is breaking everything up. She breaking everything. She burning your Jordans in the bathtub, lighting the house on fire. You know what I mean? She taking out, puncturing all your tires, cutting the brake line, all of that. And she know how to do it. She knows how to do it. She, she going to do it, all right? She got that tattoo on her neck, all right? But I'm going to tell you. I'm not leaving my man. I'm just be straight up. So if you ever have get a side hoe, girl, you better stay the fuck quiet. She says, <laughs> she says, stay the F quiet. All right, let me see here. I'm going to show you what she going to look like. I'm going to show you what she going to look like uh, after you do her dirty. Let me see if I can pull it up this fast. All right, I ain't got it up. Let me see if I can pull it up. All right, uh, this is what she going to look like after she done with you. Yep, right here. She's like, I done warned you, Ninja. Yep, right here. Now I got to burn it up. All of it. She going to be standing out there like this here. <laughs> all right oh but it's gonna be good but you're gonna want to do her dirty yeah no she ain't having that because people gonna be like really she'll do that yeah now i got to cut you mm -hmm. setting your stuff ablaze and she gonna be like i was your lover and your secretary working every day of the week was at the car when no one else was there Helping you get on your feet. 11 years of sacrifice. 
and you can leave me at the drop of a dime. Swallow mine and swallow your pride. I should have left your ass a thousand times. That's how her ass gonna be. Now I got to cut you. Yep. But you should have, you know, you overplayed your hand. You overplayed your hand. Now she's sitting up there like, I told you, I done warned you. Because I'm not going nowhere. I'm not going nowhere. You better let him pay your little bills and shut the fuck up. Because he ain't leaving his family. <laughs> look at this look. This is the look you do not want to see. Uh, Black men, you guys know this. This is what, you see this look right here? You see this look? This is the look you don't want to see from a black woman. Especially a pretty black woman. You see this look right here? She's officially crossed into the crazy zone. She gone. And behind her eyes, there's no soul. And she's serious of what she's talking about. She mean every single word. And she going to wait for, don't think you're going to be like, man, I'll just be ready for it and I'll block everything like, I'll block everything like I'm Hercules. This woman is going to get your ass when you least expect it. She not stupid. She not going to try to take you on head up. Because she's going to be like, okay. Why don't you go on and go to sleep? Yeah. Matter of fact, why don't you hop on in this good gushy stuff and I'm going to give you that sleep magic. All right? And you take her to Pound Town, you bust. Roar! You be <laughs> she be like, mm-hmm. She just wait for y'all to ass to doze up. She just wait for you to doze off. <laughs> she just standing over you, just looking at you. She looking over, she looking at you like this while you falling asleep. Right here. She looking like this while you trying to fall asleep. And you trying to keep one eye open. And this is what you see looking up over you when you come out of your slumber. <laughs> yep and she gonna look hold your ass now I got to cut you <laughs> oh man this sister right here oh man po thing man watch out for these sisters man watch out for these sisters she'll get you you, do, you, you might as well be with us you might as well join this little sisterhood if that's what you're going to do, because I'm not leaving him. Oh. And if you think he's going to come up off me, you lost your mind. <laughs> you know? Not the crazy laugh. Not the crazy. This woman's crazy. This woman's crazy. She did the crazy laugh. Oh, no. He's not leaving me. He's not leaving this. Mm. Girl. <laughs> you're here for a good time. Not a long time. Oh, no. Oh no. Oh, humanity. Done. This woman's gone, man. And I know she might be acting, but this is a this woman not y'all she's a it's a rap. I'm not It's a rap. All right, yep, you end up like Steve McNair. You end up like Steve McNair and she oh, she won't feel no she won't feel no sorrow. Have your ass chopped up in the bathroom. You know she'll do it. All right. I stay away from women like that. Maybe not. All right, uh, this is a guy. I think the guy on here is um, Mr. Uh, Mr. Mr. Give me his name. Mr. O. Mr. Organ Mr. Organic. Mr. Organic. Uh, but interesting conversation here. How to please a woman. 
And take a look here. There is some curse words in this one. Sorry, it's a family show, but there are cuss words. I think the gentleman in the video is Mr. Organic, or it sounds like him. Let me go ahead and play the video. I feel like most men think they can fuck, but they can't. Yeah. Well, yeah. oh, that's a whole nother conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Men think that they can really fuck and we're getting off and half the time we can't wait for that's it to be fact. done. Yeah, that's a fact. But yeah. keep going, get back to no, your No, no, but I get what you're saying. That's why I'm very communicative in the pussy. Mm -hmm. So I have a conversation, get some You have to know. You have, you have to, to know to what you're doing. Yeah. You think you're just going crazy, going too fast, rabbit in and going too beast mode. You fucking up the engagement there. You fucking up the algorithm of the pussy. Do you feel like most men think they can fuck, but they can't? Yeah. All right, so uh, the conversation here is an interesting one. Uh, I think this is mostly true. I know people will probably disagree, and those that disagree are going to think speak anecdotally. They're going to be like, not me. And a lot of guys think they can be taught how to do this, and I, I don't think you can be taught how to do this. I think that it's just going to come with experience. And just to be real, most guys don't get experience doing this. They don't get a lot of experience. Uh, they're inconsistent. And then also, it does come into play the woman. Every woman's different. Every woman's different. All right? And some guys will say, I'm not trying to please her. I get it. You know, that you can take that right route. <laughs> I mean, that's only going to last so much. You'll be constantly replacing women. Um, and, then, and, then some, and then all women are different. I mean, I've experienced a few. <laughs> I'll never reveal my body count. But um, let me tell you. The same thing doesn't work on the, on every woman. The same thing doesn't work. And as a matter of fact, if you think you're just going to push and shove and just because you might think you're big and you're just going to go ahead and try to stab at the woman, that's not going to get it, right? Not with every woman. Some women will take the stabbing, but, you know, stabbing for an experienced woman is not pleasurable. So they will end up, even experienced women will go back and say, well, obviously, size doesn't matter, right? Because some women will say size matter because they're, you know, um, they're sadists. They say masochists, I would say. But, you know, everybody thinks if you just pound her aggressively or fast, that is going to be make the difference, and it's not. Not with every woman. Some women respond to that. Some women don't, and you got to really know what, what the person is. Now, one thing they're going to say, yeah, somebody said you got to talk to them. That's a big one. All right, because saying certain things, even some despicable, nasty things gets them off. All right. It's, you know, women are different. They're weird. Also, they're indirect. So they won't always tell you what works. You almost have to figure it out. And so you almost have to grab a hair. Oh, I like that. Yes. Continue. All right. Oh, I like when you talk dirty. They won't tell me. They won't tell you to talk dirty. They'll see if you'll do it. I like that. When you'll feel them respond. But one thing that they got there that is big, that's, this is a big one. This is a big one. The big one is that most of the time, they're not trying to get off. Most of the time, they ain't going to get off. Most of the time, they are waiting for you to be done. And this lies an issue for a lot of men. Because a lot of men will say, well, I don't care. <laughs> All right. Which is, okay. But even in, in most situations, dating, marriage, relationships, most of them are just kind of doing it for you. Some of them want to see you get off. They're probably rarely ever going to get off. They'll get off maybe two out of 10, two out of 20. 
most of it, they're just wanting, they, they're like, okay, this is taking too long. I'm done. You want to finish? Hurry up. Right down my throat. She'll say something to try to get you to get there. Come for me, daddy. Whatever it is, they've already been done. Are you done yet? How long is this going to take? What am I doing wrong? What makes you come? What makes you do? What do you like? These are all things to get you to finish. <laughs> what type of things do you like? She wants you to finish. And here's the funny thing about it. Most men that they've been with finish within the first three minutes. Now, most men that they've been with, they finish fast. So then you show up. Now, the first couple of times, she's going to be like, this is great. He's Mr. Marathon. And then you coming in, smacking it, flip it, three positions. All right, you pushing head in the pillow. You need a couple, you trying to grab the lube box. You trying to do this and that. You trying to go here, flipping her here, doing this. And she's like, what is all this? <laughs> what did we, whoa, whoa, whoa. She likes it the first couple times, but after a while, she's like, this is a, this is a lot, <laughs> right? Didn't expect this to be 30, 40, 50 minutes. Shout out to the Bears. And you trying to do this, you try to do this, you try to take it nice and slow, you try to go, you flipping it up. She's like, I'm over this shit. <laughs> I'm over this. Because most guys that they've dealt with, they're premature guys, premature ejaculators. All right, they finish early. They five-stroke specialists. All right, and that's a fact. So if you actually get it to the point where, uh, let's say if you're in a relationship or a marriage, and you typically go long, this will prevent her from being with you. This will make your shut down the sex. Because she wants to be elsewhere. And you're like, oh, baby, let me get me a little something. Well, not all the time a woman's with you intimately, they're into it. They might just do it. Come on, daddy, get you some. Hop on. Come on, come on, come on. But if she knows you're going to go an hour, she's like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't want an hour. I want you to make you, can you do, can you get it in quick? Can you get a quickie? So that's kind of what's happening here. And that happens to a lot. So that's what they're expressing. Because I think women, this is just a thought. They use sex as a, hmm, let me see if I could say this. They use their intimacy, not sex. They use intimacy as a way to stimulate you, right? Not all the time, but most of the time that they're with you, it's kind of like, I'm doing this for you. Let me give you an example. When you take a woman out on a date and go to the movies, the theater, the ballet, the concert, most of the time you ain't enjoying it, right? So I'm trying to get men to understand. Most of the time you're not enjoying it. Most of the time you're like, I'm doing this for you get all dressed up, you want to take her on a trip, you want to do, you're doing it for you. I'm sorry, you're doing it for her, not you. It's the same thing as them with intimacy. They're really just doing it for you mostly. All right, they're doing it to see you get off. They're doing it to feel good. They're going, to, okay, he really likes me. They're using it as leverage, a bargaining chip, a reward, a way to keep you close. They're doing it. That, that's why they're doing it. They're not doing it for the enjoyment every time. A bonding technique. Yep, bond. 
They're not doing it for you to go an hour and just smashing the pieces. All right. And so what you'll do is you try to, you know, she's thinking of getting a urinary tract infection. She like, this is going to be. She doing it to get the cuddling afterwards because she knows you're going to still be in a bed. So they're not always doing it for that. Now, they know how to get themselves off. You just don't know how. And then that's the point of this video is that most men don't know how to do it. And my only advice, you know, is to you got to get some experience. It is what it is. It is what it is. This is just my this is just my opinion on this one. That's why these women are talking about it. I think inevitably most time women are disappointed in your performance. Now, you don't care. Most of the time you don't care. All right, which is cool. But most of the time they're probably disappointed more than anything. I don't care if this is your wife, your girlfriend, or whatnot. It is. Yeah, because you're more likely to cuddle with them as long as you in bed. She just wants to be held. But she knows you're going to be mad if you just hold her. So she'll open herself up. Okay, get in there. Hopefully this don't, 15 minutes tops, finish up. All right, right down the gullet. Daddy, come on, hurry up. Be like, I got you. Hold on for a second. And you start going. She's like, all right, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> and then afterwards, she wants to cuddle. I'm just letting you know. And so, I, yeah, that, that's what's happening there. That's what's happening there. All right. But um, anyway, interesting conversation there. We got super chat time. Super chat time. That was Strack on Cynical Theater. Hey, ride with me if you ride with me. You can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast stick. You can get high with me. That's a deal, right? Strack on Cynical Theater is up, and we got some super chats, and we're going to get into the next conversation. A woman has three baby daddies three baby daddies and um interesting clip that we're gonna play there super chats where are we at where we at shout out to bob says i have a friend who bought a house with the fha mortgage i told him to wait and save to have a regular mortgage he told me he can't wait right now he's going to buy now Woo! hey man listen everybody does what they want to do i i think to me i told y'all a long time ago buying things is foolish in this market uh, buying vehicles is almost is super foolish, um, especially if you don't have a cash position and excessive down payment. I mean, these payments are going to be insane. Uh, but if you think you're going to have a windfall of money within the first two years of that that car loan or mortgage and you can pay it down, then then it's fine. But most people aren't in that position. So you're going three point five percent. You have PMI on top of that eight, nine, 10 percent. Uh, if you have a jumbo loan, you have a second mortgage at about 12 to 15 percent. She, I mean, to me, it don't make no sense at all. I mean, it, it just doesn't make sense. I know people are in the blight, but but rents are going up. I mean, you could say that, Ninja, but <laughs> just don't understand. But everybody's got to do what they got to do. All right. Shout out to Mimit the second people waiting for housing prices to come down. Meanwhile, we finna go to war with China and new, Russia. New, 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 new he says the Brits are sending military advisors into Ukraine proper. One of them gets hurt and NATO is all in. New, 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 new world order. Yeah. I don't know, man. What an interesting time we're living in. Only time will tell. Only time will tell. All right, JC. And a lot of people that's probably buying didn't go through the 2008 housing crash. That's kind of what I'm getting. Like you were a kid in 2008. Because that definitely could be happening here. 2008 was 15 years ago. So you literally can be like 
let me see here. You could be like 35, 40. You could probably be like 35 years old and you don't remember 2008. <laughs> like in 2008 didn't affect you. So you're like 35 years old. You were like 15. You were 15 or 20 in 2008. You have no idea. And so here you're like, who cares? Plunk down, plunk. <laughs> oh, man. But people that was around in 2008, they looking like, mm, I'll wait. If you're 40 and up, you're probably got a different perspective on things. If you're, if you're younger than 35, you probably don't know. 33-ish. Yeah, if you're younger than 33, you probably like, what's the big deal? All right, anyway. I, listen, I've already talked about this stuff. People are like, the issue is 90% of home owners are locked in under 6%. I know, I've talked about that issue. That's why there's no inventory. And why would they ever sell unless they get into a distress position? So that's going to prevent inventory from coming on. You're still in trouble, all right? If there's low inventory, don't matter what the price of the house is, you think going to come down. Price ain't coming down if there's low inventory. So why would people sell? Why would people sell? Even if they have a... Equity, why would you sell? Even if you took an equity position, you got equity. You got $200,000 in equity from 2020. Why would you sell? Because you're going to have to buy something else or rent at higher rent rates. So this is what people are, they're not moving inventory. You got a lot of problems here. Listen, I'm not an expert in this, but I actually worked in this industry for a long time. Uh, even if the prices come down, you still won't sell if the interest rates are up because you still got to either buy or rent. After you sell. It's, it's, pretty, it's pretty much a problem. It's a problem. It ain't just about the price. The prices come down. I still locked in under 6% interest. Why would I sell my house? <laughs> and then go and buy at 8, 9, 10, 12%. The, the new house. Even if it's lower. It's, people are locked in. There's a big, big problem that we have. So it is what it is. Shout out to... um. Shout out to y'all. And if there's anything else going on, tightening, it's going to be a problem. I always tell people that have these, I have equity in my house, sell it. And they inevitably don't sell. And I'm like, well, there goes your equity. <laughs> right? Because they're like, well, if I sell, I don't have anywhere to go. I've seen this happen with people in real estate. And that they can't go anywhere because of low inventory. And low inventory means if people are buying and want to buy, even if the price comes down, they're still going to, because there's lack of inventory, the price is going to go up, <laughs> right? So you got people fiending to buy. The price comes down, but you have more buyers than sellers. Low equity, I mean, low inventory. The price is going to go back up. It's going to get batted back up just based on competition. So, you know, I've seen these things happen way too many times. For me to not believe that this would happen again. It's the same thing. And by the way, this market has been a house of cards for probably since the Bill Clinton era. This is all funny and fake, fuddy-duddy ass monopoly money. This ain't even real money we talking about. These just numbers on sheets. This shit is a house of cards. Everybody knows it. And I think game is over because now we've printed way more money than ever before. Where the house, the, the, the price of the house is irrelevant at this point. Okay, we've already screwed the pooch two or three times in this market with real estate. The people who got it, who got the best out of this are the baby boomers. 
the rest of us, we're kind of screwed. We, we're screwed. We're screwed because we're not going to see appreciation like the boomers saw it. The only people that could possibly see appreciation like this is, is if a boomer relative dies and leave you property. Otherwise, you're playing a game of, you're playing the three-card money and shit. Right? This, <laughs> that's, that's what I, this is just an opinion. It's, it's that, those days are gone. Boomers bought houses at 60000 200000 and they made off like bandits selling them to you guys. All right? And they made, they, got, they made a mad profit over 30 years. I don't see those profits being made in the next 30 years. I just don't. Anyway, the boomers were the ones who really benefited from real estate and uh, anybody else in a, in a good location. Anyway, shout out to y'all. I hate to be a little doom and gloomy, but it's a house of cards. It's not what it used to be. JC says, can you clip and play the old lady asking for head? Oh, okay. Some of these things, I already, I already deleted the clip. Already deleted the clip. Shout out to Crypto Keeper says you get the death penalty in Florida now if you're a child predator and the child in Florida is under 12. What happens if the woman is pregnant? I'd love to see her. I don't know, man. What happens? By the way, that's probably because of your boy. Boy, Feinstein. What is his name? Death penalty. JC says I met a chick. I met a chick. Like that, she broke a bottle over a waitress's head on our first date. I switched my number, deleted all socials. I was afraid, but I did stick the tip in. He says, I knew she had barbecue in there. Uh-oh, yeah. There's barbecue in there. Yikes. All right, Clifford Charles says, Coach, she did. She Coach, she don't like Ricky Steamboat, Macho Man, WrestleMania 3 match. All right. What? <laughs> she doesn't? Epstein is what I'm thinking. Thank you, man. Hey, man, if she don't like the Macho Man Ricky Steamboat match, she's no good. Shout out to Sucker for Love Ninja says, nice guys finish last and bad boys finish fast. Indeed. Some guys are like, I don't care what she likes. Uh, He says, shout out to all the three-minute men out there. Indeed. Three minutes, y'all just push and shove, bust, get up. Okay. Uh, Marcus says, you are right, coach. I had a gorgeous lady I dated years ago. She said, uh, most women, she said, most women, when they sleep with a guy the first time, it's usually not that great. And I've been saying that a long time. Uh, Even for myself, the first time is never the best time for me. All right, I'm like, there's better. All right, because, you know, I actually enjoy it. I I like intimacy, right? So, um, yeah. But the first time is not that great for her. They, they're like, what, what the hell is this? All right. Most of the time. Most of the time, it's not that good for them. A lot of guys are like, I don't care. you like, I got my nut. All right. Meanwhile, somebody else's sheet's got a big wet spot in it. And she was like, I told you to put down the plastic in the towels. Oh, goodness. Then you know, you'd be like, oh, she coming over. You got to bring the towels out. You got to put plastic all around your TV set, all around your, your desk with the iPads on it and your computer. You're like, this bitch coming over today. Oh, damn, I got to do sheets afterwards. 
I used to be like, okay, she's good, but oh, it's crazy. All right, anyway. Okay, let's get back. Did I? Oh, wait. Let me check up over here because I owe you brothers here. We got Cash App. Uh, shout out to Deshaun Rose says, yeah, he hit that bottom way too many times, coach. Yes. If you hit that bottom, guys, that's your girl. If you hit that bottom, guys, it's your girl. And the reason why is not many men hit that bottom. Not most, like, like they were saying, most men don't do well in bed at all. They don't do well at, at all. So if you do any way or half decent, she yours. She yours. It's crazy. All right. But I don't think those, those women necessarily turn crazy on you, though. There's a difference. There's a difference. They, those women can turn crazy on you. But I think the women who really turn bad on you are the leeches, the, the, um, the parasites, the women who are attached. Like the women who, I think the women who turn crazy on you are women who get attached to you. So it's not necessarily the sex. They're just attached to you. Their reputation stems on you. Like they're attached to you. Or uh, the other women who go crazy on you are the, um, oh damn, I had it. So the women that are attached. Oh, the women that think they did you a favor. Yep, those ones. The women that think they were better than you the entire time. And they were like, okay, I'll deal with you. You're short. I'll deal with you. You buck tooth. I'll deal with you. You got a pop belly, a dad bod. I'll deal with you. You're an old man. I'll deal with you. You're bald. I'll deal with you. You black. I'll deal with you. You that one. Those women right there are the ones that really. Now, if they believe automatically they were beneath you, they don't turn that crazy. Yeah, the narcissist, if you will, the narcissist, the narcissist that was like, I'm better than you. I was better than you, and I was giving you a chance. I can't believe you did me dirt. Those ones turn crazy. Those ones, yeah. But the ones that that already perceived that they were below you, they they might, but they'll might maybe call a police on you or file a false allegation. They don't have no leverage. They just have to come up with some great, great charge or something if they do anything. But they know they ain't got no leverage, so they got to just let you walk on off. They just be like, oh, shit, there ain't nothing I can do. He gone, and he going to have better women than me. He figured it out. <laughs> he figured it out. He was better than me. Damn. Yeah, because when you down bad, have you ever been with a woman, women, you were down bad? You were down bad, and you was going in knee deep? They couldn't believe it. They was like, man, I cannot believe my luck. Yep. I can't believe my luck. This dude is enjoying me. I'm going to not say nothing. I'm going to just keep it going. I'm going to let it happen. And you kissing everything. You kissing the rolls on her neck. You keep kissing her, her belly flaps. You doing all of this. She's sitting up there like, yo, hey, enjoy, enjoy. And I'm going to enjoy it. This is fantastic. When you finally wake up out of your slumber and realize you was down bad, and look up at what you did and what you done done. You like, I can't believe I was doing this shit. He'd be like, I'm going to just go on and enjoy your life. Walk on off. She'd be like, shit, this ninja woke up. <laughs> she like, I can't even be mad at him. He had no business messing with me in the first place. I enjoyed it anyway. Let him walk on off. 
she'd be like, mm. she'll keep in touch with you too. Hi, how are you, stranger? Long time no see. She'll see if you down bad. You still down bad? You still got low self-esteem? You still don't have no belief in yourself? You still, you still over here, uh, you still, you still recovering from your trauma and heartache? Hmm. <laughs> All right. You, okay. You feel good. You like Superman now. Oh, you feel like you can rule the world. Okay. Call me when you feel bad again. <laughs> anyway, yo, it's crazy. It is what it is. Yep. She'll check on you. You feel bad. Mm, you down bad. Okay. Come on over. Why don't I, I'm going to fix you some chicken Alfredo. I got you. All right, he feel bad. Let me get him again. I, I'm glad I contacted him. I'm so glad I called you. I was thinking about reaching out for you for the last couple of months. But, uh, yeah, I'm glad I reached out to you. You down bad again. <laughs> right, anyway, caught you lacking. Yep. Anyway, tell me I ain't lying. Tell me I ain't lying. Shout out to her. But she, she can't get mad when you wake up. All right. <laughs> Shout out to the 10th man says the economy is correcting some of these women's behaviors. Facts. This is all de-evolution. The economy is adjusting to feminism. People don't want to admit it, but the economy is adjusting to feminism. All right. Feminine. Do we can't. We can't have it the way like you guys are in a pickle. You're in catch 22 right now. Men and women, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. There's no more like you can't go back to one income to save it. Because conventional wisdom will say, hey, we need to tighten down, clamp down, and do what's best for our family and children. But now women won't come off of it. Nope, I've put eight years into my career. I got to go ahead and press forward. And then your family's falling apart. Kids is out here doing whatever they doing on mental health meds. You notice women been going to work. Kids are mental health med, fat, obese. So this is where we are at now. We can't, we can't correct it. The only way to correct it is to come back to family, stabilize the family, stabilize each other, stabilize the community. It's too late. You can't leave your job now because rents are up. You, you want to afford a house, you can't. You can't get it because inflation's eating you up. But you can't leave your job now. I told you, I told you in the evolution, something's got to give. And it's giving right now. It's giving. Because the only way to adjust it is to tighten up. But now you're doing, oh, okay, I'll work extra. I'll work overtime. What is that going to do to the family? So both people are just going to just work extra hours. What is that going to do to your relationship and marriage? What, if, what are the people getting a second job? There's people getting second and third jobs. What is that going to do to your family and or your, your husband or wife? Now, what is what that going to do to your dating prospects? What is that going to do to help you find a mate to marry, to combine incomes. You guys are stuck. Do you guys realize this? I called this. You're stuck. You're asked out. Now, the same women that were going to work and retire at 45 after they become CEO at 30, that ain't going to happen. The same women that were going to say are bragging about their income going up and they got raises, they make 60K. What that 60K doing right now? What that 60K? Nothing. All right, you still need at 60K, 70K, 80K. Dude, I don't care what you make now. If you make under $80,000, you are struggling in many instances. You're going to struggle. Now, the days are gone where you'll be like, no, I'll live below my means. Who? 
Who? <laughs> <laughs> Now, you know who ain't stuck? Wisdom is just says bachelors. Men aren't stuck. Men who are single and divorced, you in the driver's seat right now. You're in the driver's seat. There ain't never been this opportunity in the history of time. Like getting married today is like buying a house and getting an auto loan today. It's dumb. Dumb. But women can't live below their means. It's impossible. They're expensive. They're expensive creatures, meaning that in a tight economy, they still going to wear makeup. They still going to want to go out to dinner. They still going to want to go dance and go into the club, but ninjas going to stay at home. Men going to be like, hold up, I ain't going to no nightclub. But women still going to nightclubs, talking about why men ain't buying $15, $20 drinks. They don't get it. They never going to adjust. Their adjustment is to just to get a raise or find a, find a man that makes more money. <laughs> so they never correct. So they just sitting here going, okay, let me just find a guy that makes 50,000, 100,000, 150, 200, 300. Them bitches still buying hair dye, going to the club, buying dresses, shoes, coogee sweaters. <laughs> it's hard for them to become frugal. It's hard for them to do it. Now, some women will, but some women go, I'll, I, now, that's, now, that, now that I'm tight, it's time to find a mate, so I can need to wear more makeup. This is what's going on here. Oh, and they ain't saving no money. But men who are single, you're in the driver's seat. Because if you can live below your means, and most men can, because most of our money goes to family, children, and women. That's where most of our money goes. Either to, By the way, this is data. Data shows us this. 83% of all consumer spending is controlled by or decided by women. And they also include what men spend to entertain women. So if you get a nice car, they include that in there. If you, if you buy a bigger house, a nice house, if you buy furniture to entice women to come to your bachelor, they include that in there. All right, so all of that, women are either controlling it or it's done for them. You buy nice shoes and cologne and shit like that, that they put that in there. Now, the minute you say, this is the free agent lifestyle. So both books come into play. Once you say, let me do without all that, you start saving a bunch of money. You start saving a handful of money. You're no longer going to Applebee's. You're no longer trying to take them to date at Mastro's. You're not trying to take them to Javier's. You're not trying to wear Tom Ford cologne. You're not trying to get new Gucci belts. You're not getting Gucci slides. You're not going out to the, to the club. You're not getting silk shirts. You're not getting your nice tight pants. You start, you start saving money there, and that money starts incrementally piling up. It'll be $50 this week, $75 the next week, $200 the next week, and you'll be looking like, wow. Okay, you saving all that money. All that money would have went to go to the club. It would have went to go to the movies. Maybe some hoes are there. It would have went to go get another car. I'm going to get a car loan, and I'm going to get girls going to like my car. New Jordans. Yep, wearing your Jordans. All of that money, men start hoarding the money. And we see women saying that. Why these men being so greedy? Why these men being so selfish? Because that money's not going to just them anymore. It's there. A lot of men are just taking that money back. 
and it's hurting the economy. It's slowing down. It's slowing it down. Same time, women are saying there's got to be some rich guys out here. There's got to be some guys that make 80000 that got their life together that are single that are just looking for a woman like me. No. <laughs> no. I mean, they're there, but you'll be woman number 20. You'll be woman number 20. You'll be in that ninja's rotation. All right, anyway, I think that's, guys, this is undeniable what I'm talking about. And I wrote about this in both books. I wrote about the plan to prepare for this. And then I told you that we're going to be in this position. And people are just going to wake up. You know, guys are also staying and live with their parents longer. And this is because they're looking at it going, why would I go get a nice house just so I can let hoes come to? It, would be, it, it wouldn't be the smartest thing to do. You're going to move out. Rents are going high. You're going to pay 2700 bucks. Just to try to get some woman to come over. She comes over to your place and she judges you like she got better shit at her house. Damn, what's wrong with your bed? Mm, okay, you got this type of furniture. Mm, I prefer this type of furniture. This woman don't got no furniture. None. It is absolutely crazy what women do when they walk up trying to judge you. I had a woman walking in my backyard. She's 24. She just turned 24. She had a nerve to walk in my backyard. Look, oh, you don't have no pool back here? I was like, nah. She was like, I would have put a pool back here. Your backyard's boring. It's like, bitch. Can I remind you that you have no backyard? You don't even have a house. <laughs> like, I want to remind you, you don't even have a house, you crazy. Like, <laughs> What the nerve are you, man? Your mattress is on the floor. You don't even have no box spring or no frame. Like, what is wrong with women? What is wrong with you? And, and guys, I'm going to just tell you this. It don't matter what you have. A woman going to come in here and try to try to chop your shit down. <laughs> it was like, all right, grab the ankles. Grab ankles. Let me get, come here. Got the nerve. Like, what? These people are nuts. Women are out of their mind, fam. Like, I don't know what got into them. I don't know what God sprinkled out on them. They cuckoo, man. They be saying the weirdest shit. Like, you just, I just drove you here in a 9-11 to this house, and you got the nerve to talk, man. I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. <laughs> Cut that bitch off. Next caller. Captain Crunch crumbs all over the floor. They live in an apartment with bars on the window. They live with two and three roommates and five dogs. What is wrong with them? They have for some in their head. <laughs> they are goofy in the head. Anyway, he said, assume the position. You cannot make them happy. Do, and so my point of that is, guys, do not try to break your neck thinking that if you got a nice apartment, nice furniture, nice car, nice clothes, that a woman ain't going to look at you and be like, well, you don't have this. <laughs> You got all that, but you don't have... The, they always going to find the... Meanwhile, smoke alarm just beep at their crib. Talking shit. All right. They got ant problems. They, it's, it's wild. They're super wild. They wild with it. Uh, anyway.
All right, there's a woman in here, typical woman. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, there's a woman in here saying some wild shit. I got to get to PayPal. Shout out to Clarence. Says, Thanks for all that you do to warn young men on the dangers of marriage. Thank you, man. And we need to do this. This is needed. Either, even if you don't agree, men should at least know what marriage is. All right, Maryland guy says, uh, what's up, coach? There's one female crypto YouTuber I follow, and the amount of men that simp for her in her comment section is unreal. 2024 is the year for men to stop simping. That ain't going to happen because men are going to be more desperate uh, for female attention, I think. All right, Maryland guy, even though, yeah, they're going to be more desperate for it. Maryland guy says, I matched with the 18-year-old today, and the first thing she said was, hi, daddy. Am I really that old to an 18-year-old? Okay, daddy. An 18-year-old, if you 26, you're old. So, yes. An 18-year-old to a 40-year-old, you ancient. You a dinosaur. So, uh, yeah. And now, that don't want to stop them from laying up under you. Indeed. Shout out to Emmanuel. What did you say? The coach is right. I've heard the EU economy has started to show weakness with Germany being the sick man. I am thankful I'm in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Germany is in a, a precarious position. Right. Um, that Europe, that Europe area, that Europe area is completely weird. All right. If you, and if you've never been to Europe or never looked at the map or looked at European history, they've been doing this shit since the mongrels. They've been doing this shit for a long time since Prussia and Russia. This ain't Nathan new. They've been at each other's neck. They've been trade partners. They didn't, uh, stabbed each other in the back. They done went to war. They didn't prevent people from coming across the border. People that invaded, took over their shit. They pushed back. I mean, they've been at it for a whole long ass time. This shit been going on since the beginning of goddamn, since barbarians came from the Caucasus Mountain. These Caucasians been at each other's neck since the beginning of time, right? Mm. <laughs> These Caucasians from the Caucasus Mountains been at each other's throat since the beginning. All right, they ain't never stopped beating each other's neck. And now, in every every 50 years, the power dynamic switches between the UK, Germany, and then Germany to, to Russia, and Russia back to France. And just, <laughs> right? This a whole damn man, please. All right, so that's why I don't get too much into it because the history goes back a long time. All right, anyway, where we at? Derek says, well, that's what I'll call you. He says, uh, how does... How good does it feel now that you were so far beyond the drop burger story to 9-11 and Juco Madness, even with the Baby Mama Terrace issue are so inspirational? Keep rising, CGA. Shout out to you. Yeah, man, um, I sometimes have to celebrate. You know, I don't take time to celebrate, so thank you for reminding me, and I will. All right, I will. Yep. Uh, shout out to Kaylin says, if... It weren't, wait, if it were ever to be known publicly that men would leave marriage because they were sexless, what would be the reaction on the part of women? Well, women don't see it that way. Remember, they're narcissists. They, have, they, they, they are, so they only are going to think about it themselves. Well, that doesn't mean you still support me and love me and care. <laughs> For real. Yeah, they, they, they're never going to see it that way. But I think all men should walk up out of there if you're in a sexist marriage. But, of course, you're going to be penalized for it. They're going to get penalized. Thank you, brothers, for this. couple more. 
Somebody says, did you show her the door and play Reverend X? No, I bank a penalty. All right, I make, get, make her pay that penalty. All right, shout out to Miles says, uh, shout out to the coach gang coach. What if society created a male birth control pill? Would that fix the problems men have with women? I wouldn't trust the pill. <laughs> so that's, that's my problem. There will be so many drastic side effects to the pill where, you know, I don't know if it would be worth it. Plus, women do have side effects to birth control. That's why they keep making a big deal about taking or not taking birth control because it does ravage their body and it makes them cuckoo, right? It, it, all of these things are making, yeah, it's a complicated. All of these things are making it so you don't even have the real person. You don't know. Uh, I believe in sobriety and I believe in uh, something called uh, uh, people are in an alter state. There's a word for it. What would be the opposite of sobri- sobriety? Intoxicated? I believe women are highly intoxicated. Their brain chemistry, they're highly susceptible to propaganda and influence. They put chemicals, pills, they take medication. Dude, they are so, and then when they get the recreational drugs in them, I believe you haven't been even talking about, you haven't even been talking to women. This is my opinion. That's an opinion. You haven't even been talking to her sober. She ain't never been sober. Inebriated. She's been constantly under the influence of something that's altering her body chemistry, brain chemistry, something. I, this, is just, this is just my opinion. Then you count all the chemicals they put in their hair that be seeping into their brain. Ninja, you don't know. She don't even know who she is at this point. Then they be on crystals and astronomy, astrology, astronomy. Then they be in astrology. Then they be in a damn uh, counseling chair, therapist. You don't know what the hell they dealing with, fam. You don't know what the hell they with. Deal mental, yes, mental, mental health meds. Oh, and this is one thing I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you, and I've said this. Do they do recreational drugs like crazy. You do not realize how many recreational drugs women use. I wish they would have an honest data on this one. They consume recreational drugs like crazy. And the reason why, and alcohol, and they say alcohol affects them differently because they have different brain chemistry. But, but the problem is the recreational drugs that they do, they mostly get it for free or they sell their body for it, right? Which means they'll have a, They'll have a friend that sells and the friend will get dibs to touch on them or they'll get a discount because it, but that means the discount doesn't mean they'll buy less. They'll buy more at the, at the discount using girl math. They use, they use crazy ass recreational drugs a lot. You won't even know it. They'll have a drug problem and you won't even have a clue. Popping pills, diuretics, Diet pills, coca, weed. They be going hard, smoking weed all day. Mm. It's crazy. Sedated. Then the mental dude. Is, I, I think, man, there, there. Somebody should do a story on that one. It's nuts. It's nuts. But uh, yeah, many people don't realize it, but I kind of look out for it now. All right, what do we got here? Randy K is in the building. She knows. Good evening, Mr. Adams. I see. 
Good evening. Randy. All right. Anyway, all right. That's her. That's her nickname. All right. Anyway, what are we doing here? She's been very generous. Yep. They be vaping. Dude, how many, how many women that you see under 25 vaping, just vaping all day long, vaping all day long. They is because they're vulnerable to these things. They're vulnerable to them. They want to feel good and altered. They're constantly under depression and they're constantly feeling bad. Anything to make them cope and feel good. Oedipus complex, not Oedipus complex. Um, what's the complex where they be thinking they got to have something in their mouth all the time? What's the complex that they got to have something in their mouth? All right. It's not called Oedipus. But they always got to be sucking on something and licking on something and smoking on something. Right? They always, always got they vape. Always got they, 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 they security blanket. They can't go out. Foul. Is it phallic? No, I can't remember what it is. Always got to be. <laughs> and tell me I'm lying. I'm not making this up. Oral fixation. Oral fixation. That's the one. I think it's the oral fixation. They got to be smoking a cigarette. They got to be vape. They got to be vaping. They always got to be eating something. <laughs> it's like, right, taking shots. They always got to have something around them, around in their mouth. Hey, man, come here, baby. Let me, let me show you. I got something for your mouth. You, know, you want your mouth busy? <laughs> Here we go. You need your mouth busy? Anyway, <laughs> it's crazy. Tell me I ain't lying. Look, look, tell me I ain't lying. I know people are just talking about this, man. You're like, you, you making this up. I'm for real. And this show's already went left, but I got time today. And if you got time, I got time. But if you hit the like button, that would be much appreciated. Let's get to 1,000 likes. Let's get to 1,000 likes. But I'm going to just tell you, man, they make some horrible decisions. Their decision making, they be making some horrible decisions with their lives. This is in general. And most of it because it's impulsive. This is why men have been ordained by God to lead them, to protect them from themselves. But the stuff that I hear them doing, I don't care if this woman's a, an intelligent person, a person with a degree. I don't care if this is a straggle. I don't care if it's a flatback, a gordita. They be doing some crazy shit out here. Mind-blowing. And I'm in my 40s, right? I'm approaching my 50s. And I see, I just be looking like, what the hell's wrong with you? Why would you do any of this? It's the impulsive. They want to feel good, anything to feel good. Girl math. This whole girl math phenomenon is an example of some of the craziest shit that they do. I just be like, how are you going to make it in life? Because if I would do any of these things, I would be done. And then they always need to be dug out of the, well, dug out, but dug out of the problem. But they are doing some really, really bizarre things. The problem is you can't tell them about it. Even what I'm saying now, people were like, not all. No, dude, I would say damn near the majority are doing some outrageous shit. Wasting time, not starting, getting DUIs, smoking, Doing coca, partying, abortions, getting multiple sexual partners. Some of them ain't doing shit. They lazy as F, as all get out. Super duper lazy. 
Some of them are underachieving. Some of them got no care in the world. All right, overspending, overspending, maxed out credit. It is like bizarre. Somebody says, I got three sisters. They be doing some wild shit, like wow. I mean, but nobody can reel them in. Nobody can reel them in now, right? No fathers can't say anything to them. Andrew Tate can't say anything to them, right? I can't say anything about it. Because even when you call them out, they'll just, oh, I got mental health issues. They'll just avoid it. Addicted to social media, running trains, all right? When they feel like it, nah, I guess I'll run a train. Indeed. Train. Stay, dude, they stay up. They stay up to four in the morning, sleep in the noon. <laughs> You're like, ma'am. Ma'am, you're up. Why don't you go to sleep? I can't. So they stay up till four in the morning, sleep into noon, call in sick to work. They be doing some crazy <laughs> shit, yo. They be doing some crazy stuff. They be in jail. I'm telling you, I've heard some of the wildest shit on the dark side. I'll be like, man, these people are nuts. Let's get into the show. I know y'all waiting, man. Thank you for sitting through this. What is this? Woman has three baby daddies. Oh, here's another example right here. And people are going to say it's fake, but it's okay. Uh, A woman has three baby daddies. All right, this is one of these judge court shows, but uh, it could certainly be true. And we're going to give you a biology lesson in the middle of it. All right, here it is right here. Let's play the video. You were sleeping with three co-workers from the sandwich shop. Yes, Your Honor. You contacted two of them? to say you were pregnant, but you never contacted him. Yes, Your Honor, but I do not want him to be my child's father. Well, you can't control that, can you? No, no one is talking to you. <laughs> wow. I didn't know you could pick. Let me make something clear. If you having sex at the back of parties, in the bathroom, unprotected, everybody in the sandwich shop, you're not going to know who your child's father is. Your Honor, can I show you how? Look at these ninjas. All right. And of course, these young men, you know, no discipline. We all have this. We all fight this urge. No discipline. You think you're getting some free Budussi? And yep, you end up like this. How everything folds. How everybody enlighten me. Okay. Now, look at this woman here. For all intents and purposes, this is just a basic woman. I mean, and this woman's getting three ninjas to pipe her. Right. All she has to do is say yes. And this goes into my conversation I was having earlier today. The reason why I don't think men and women are compatible is because men don't get to choose what women that they're with. The woman, the woman that makes herself available, like, like he could, he could strike out with a hundred women. One woman says, Hey, I'll take you. And you, you go for it. How's that compatibility? (laughs) Right. If you just take whatever you can get and most men take whatever they can get, they don't wait for the compatible part. You just say, oh, she's going to give it to me. I'm going to go. All right, she likes me. I'm going to go. And 100 women, 97 women rejected you. That probably could have been compatible with you. But we don't do that. Then just go with the first one. Okay, you're going to drop your panties behind the back door. Come on. All right, here we go right here. So everybody in the subway, Wendy's, them beat this shit up. 
I slept with Mr. Morton during our relationship sometime on the 17th. And I slept with him again on the 28th. Okay, move on. I'm on the red. When I slept with Mr. Gaddis at a party, it was around the 19th. And then again on the 22nd. When I slept with Mr. Laurie, which was a terrible mistake, was the 24th as well as a party. And then again at the, the 26th. <laughs> Take a look right there. Look. Oh, the humanity. Wow. She looks like your cousin with a wig on. She looked like Mike Tyson or Buster Douglas with a wig on. All right. Uh, I want to see that board. These dates are a little closer so than they're, I thought. They're a terrible a mistake, closer, huh? And yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> look at my brother right here. <laughs> Niggas always got to show they. <laughs> All right. And so they're going. Now, now they're shocked. They're like, whoa. I didn't know you was hoeing like that. See, most men, when you get with a woman, you think she just been twiddling her thumbs. Oh, I haven't hooked up. I've been celibate. Oh, I haven't had a relationship in five years. But she had 18 sexual partners in five years. And I told you, there's women out here. Oh, you're always talking about those type of women. Dude, there's women out here that the easiest thing they can do in life is have sex. There ain't nothing easier that God has given them. Nothing. There's nothing else that's easier than that. Now, some women don't have as much as the others. But if they want to have it, it's the easiest thing they could do all day. It's easier than taking a piss for them. Because of you begging for it, hounding. Now, these guys are like, damn. <laughs> I picked this ugly chick up at work. And she has had, I wish I could see the board here. And pause it. Hold up for a second. The, uh, in, they're a lot closer in the date of conception. All right, there it is right there. All right, so her, her thing is saying, hey, um, the guy that I don't want to be the father was not during the days of conception. All right, so I wish I could see it. There are some dots on here I can't see. Okay. Now, according to our math, there's up to five days of, of the period of a woman that a woman can get pregnant. It's up to five days, but it's really one to two days. This is called ovulation. That is when the egg is made available. And there's two days that are peak. The rest of the days start to decline. And then as she gets further away from those five days, there's zero chance for her to become pregnant. Zero. Now, I don't want you guys to start asking them if they're ovulating, but I do sometimes. Hey, what's your ovulation calendar? They should know. Okay. But there's really technically two days. But of course, if there's some semen remaining inside of her body which semen can remain alive for two to three days and she just the semen's still in her body trying to find go up the fallopian tube and it's just there kicking it and the egg presents himself it's an easy one two three so if she has three partners in a five-day window and all three of them are having sperm wars inside of her body throwing off her brain chemistry throwing off her chemistry this is in fact possible that three these three men could be the father she's trying to say they're spread out so this guy can't be the father he's in the yellow he's outside of the ovulation period that's not true they're showing you that there's a five-day window where the yellow guy is possibly in that five-day window in fact if you look at it the blue and the yellow guy probably is in the be better window not the red all right so 
Uh, let's see it right here. Let's see what comes of this. So that's how everybody is con- terrible They are go back. all right in the time of conception. So you were sleeping yeah. with. And so there it is right there. Uh, this is one of the kind of things that women do, right? Um, of course. It's kind of the things that they do. And she's trying to get one of the da- baby daddies out. In fact, I did see the board a little bit later. There were three dots in a five-day period. And they're like, you're in the period of ovulation. If, in fact, you had all three of these guys. Um, and then if the woman's extra fertile, that probably just increases the, the, um, the likelihood that she'll conceive if there's three raw men in her body. Yeah, it's dangerous out here. <laughs> she out here playing bingo. But guys, man, look, look, these are the things that you have to understand out here because women will try to put the onus back on us that it's our fault. It's us that didn't have the discipline. Okay, who are you? Are you an adult? No, you're not an adult. It's them that grants the access, not putting the blame all on them, but they also are presenting themselves as, hey, I'm responsible. I don't have random men in my body. Have you ever heard a woman come up and admit she was a skeezer? Not really. There are some sexy red and all of these, but most women will, I'm one of the good ones, and they'll have three men. They'll be a skeezer. So for the women are like, it's the type of women you're choosing. A lot of women are doing stuff like this. It, it's just what it is. And I've, I'm going to here to tell you, I'm here to tell you, gentlemen, that young men, listen to me. This is going to be a fact that nobody will admit because you guys won't admit to banging average to ugly women. But average to ugly women and overweight women have the highest body counts out here. I'm going to say it again. So you can hear it. Average to below average looking women. Ugly, buck tooth, knock knee, cock eyed. And overweight women have the highest body counts. We assume it's the opposite. Remember, whatever you assume simply is probably simply wrong. When you make an assumption, you're making an ass out of you and me. But you think the opposite. Okay, this average-looking girl wants me. I'll take it. But the reason why they have the higher body counts is they can't be as, they can't use as much discernment or discretion. They many times mostly are dealing with men who do what? Aim low and hit. Aim low and hit. You aim low and hit. If I lined up women, a woman that's a 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, and I dispersed them amongst the shopping mall. And then I lined up 10 horny ninjas. And I gave the women a head start in the mall. I lined up a 10 on the beauty scale, a 9, a 8, a 7, a 6, and I said, scatter, go shopping. Here's $500, go shopping. And then I sent 10 horny ninjas, go pick up numbers. See who, see who comes up with the most phone numbers. And I sent y'all starving ninjas. (laughs) You know what would happen? The women that were 10 and 9 would barely get talked to. She would have some people talk to them, but it would be after the women who were 7, 6, and 5. Them women will have the most approaches. Most men are going to approach 7, 6, 5, 4, and 3. Because you're like, hey, I need to get something here. You're going to approach the low-hanging fruit. (laughs) 
And then, yep, they're going straight to the threes, the bow-legged, the knock-knee, the girl walking, the girl waddling out, the fat chick. That girl's going to get the most approaches. The woman that's the 10, she's a standard beauty of, the standard image of beauty. You'll be like, mm. They're just thinking about it. Some ninja will do it. But you're comfortable with the low-hanging fruit because you think it's easier and or you think nobody's talking to her. The hottest Monaco supermodel chick. She could be wearing high heel pumps with the tight capri pants. All right. She got her blouse kicking, titties all pushed up, makeup face. She got her hair nice and done up. She all nice and slender. All right. Shoulders out. She got her back out, toes out, pointing, manicure, pedicure. She got a she got a Fendi bag. You just gonna keep going by her. You're gonna look at okay, never mind. I can't you're gonna go by her. <laughs> you're going to walk right by her. Then you're going to walk by her quicker and say, well, she ain't my type anyway. And you're going to go right to the fat chick. We do this. Yeah, Eva Mendez looking bitch. You're going to walk right smooth by her. You'll be like, well, I ain't going to waste my time right there. Because you could be like, I could, I could get three or four of the six, seven, and eights or the uh, six, five, and fours. You're going to go right over there. You spend your time wasting because you know the 10 going to talk your ear off. Waste your whole time. You could be like, I could have 10 numbers. Yeah, it's a waste of time. Because you're just going to talk to her. You ain't getting nowhere. And you missed out on opportunities for this. So that's called aiming high and missing. Most men want to aim low and hit rather than aim high and miss. This is why we end up with women like this. All right, women like this. This is why we end up impregnating women like this. All right, you leave it in there. You go in raw, you be like, ain't nobody been here in a couple months. She ain't had no approaches. I'm the first one in here. Meanwhile, you the third one this week. Because she got volume. She got volume. She got more opportunities. It's just what it is. Let's go into the next story right here. Do men need marriage? We're speeding through it. How, how, how am I doing on time? Do men need marriages? Here we go right here. I see this clip of this young woman. This woman's going to say men need marriages. She's going to explain why. I think we need to get married. Especially men. They need marriage so, so much. What happens is men seem to think, especially in this day and age, because of the toxic culture of relationships, they're like, we've got all the time in the world. We don't have a biological clock, but you have a financial clock. And when you're single, you waste so much of your time, money, and energy. I promise you. Now, when you have a wife, what it does, box is ticked. You're not on the streets. So what having one woman does is, firstly, it gives you that sense of stability and it helps you financially because you've got one person rather than spreading it out thinly. Nah, hell no. Nah. Hell no. Nah. This woman, man, you first of all, I didn't call her stealing my talking points a couple too many damn times. All right. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. She got that accent, so she sounds smart. Man, listen, this woman need to call me up. You owe me. And I'm going to take it out on you with a hefty tax. All right, but here's the thing. What she's saying is she wants it to be true, but that's not true. It, it is true that men do find themselves when they're with one woman not having to deal with women. You don't have to deal with imaginary women. Does this woman like me? You don't have to deal with dating, wasting time, texting, dating apps. Yes. And that can actually be good and valuable for men. So I do agree with her. That can be valuable because now you can actually be like, okay, 
Now, the woman that you're with, that you choose to be with, that's going to dictate what you do with that available time. Because that time just doesn't go to nothing. That time goes to that woman. Does it go to things that you want to do or only things that she wants to do? Inevitably, most likely, it goes to things that she wants to do. So, yeah, he got all that time to do what he needs to do. But it, it's not sunken time. It's not time that's just, well, it is sunken time. It's not time that is just available to him now. Oh, I don't have to worry about these hoes. So I got all this extra time to do what? You're going to do farmer's market fair festival, dates, uh, talking, wasting time, couch surfing, not watching football, going to the amusement park. You know, I mean, you're just going to be doing that shit. Just going to be doing that. All right. And then trying to sleep with your wife, going to open houses to look at houses. On the weekend when you could be watching football, going to church with her, talking to her, doing chore play. I mean, that's what you just gotta be like. All of that, all of that time is just not time that you're gonna do. I'm gonna go do what I want to do now. Thank honey, stay home. I'm gonna go golfing. I'm gonna go to the shooting range. I'm gonna go play pickup basketball at 24 hour fitness. I got all this time. Nah, yep, you're gonna be at Target. You're gonna be returning shit. You're gonna be buying stuff for her. So I think what she's saying, it's not complete. And I'm here to complete it because I'm the king of kings, right? That it, what she's saying, it makes sense. You no longer have to think about the possibility of wasting time, sinking time into getting women. But as I know, I also know you're going to pay with money, energy, attention, and time anyway when you're married. And that money is actually going to be um, very costly. Anyway. Let's get to this right here. Let's get to the let's get to the main event. Hey. Long distance relationships, guys. Long distance relationships. Should you get into a long distance relationship? Say no to long distance relationships. And I'm gonna tell you, gentlemen, a lot of people have dealt with long-term relationships. Let's give you the statistics on this one. And the reason why I give you statistics is not to try to drive my point home or disagree with my point. I'm just curious at where what people are saying here. Statistics, long-term relationships, college long-distance relationships, 32%. All right, we know what happens. Everybody goes and graduates high school. Then the people go off to college. Oh, I'll be with you forever. We, we made it through high school forever, and you're going to go to Michigan State. I'm going to go to Ohio State, but we're going to still be together. Uh, that's inevitably going to be disastrous, and I'm going to tell you I have experience with this because I used to work on college campuses. I've seen these long-distance relationships completely implode and I've seen some, most of the time women and sometimes men, cheating in these long-term relationships. Yes, cheating. There's cheating that goes on. All right. Uh, engaged couples that have been in a long-term relationship. I don't know what this number exactly means. That means were they, in, were they together or were they separate in a long-term relationship? I'm not sure. I'm sorry, long-distance relationship. In U.S. marriages that are considered long-distance relationships, and I believe they meant to say 2.9%. So not a lot. Not a lot. What is the average distance between um, couples for long-distance relationship? 125 miles? That's not very much. But that is enough. All right? That is enough to... That's not a lot. But that I get it. 125 miles. I mean, that could be like... Uh, yeah, that's, that's not that long. That's a two-hour drive. All right, and then 1.5 times, average time couple visit each other per month. This is 1.5 times. So per month, 
there's a small visit. There's a 30-day window, 31 days, but you're seeing each other for a day and a half. Maybe a weekend. That's disgraceful to me. I That is crazy. Somebody said, that's a four-hour drive. Ninja, you drive slow. All right, anyway. All right. Uh, let's see here. Average amount of time in between phone calls, almost three days. Almost three days. Uh, amount of letters written to each other per month. Is this count emails? Three days, three letters per month. All right. And it says right here, average amount of time expected to be separated before LDR couples can move closer together. 14 months. 14 months. All right. 14 months apart. Breakups. Amount, average amount of time an LDR breaks up if it's not going to work. Four to five months. Four to five months. All right. So you go four to five months playing this little game of Skype and fake fake time and all of this stuff. Four to five months, it's done. Or maybe that's 4.5 months. Dunzo. Total percentage of LDRs that break up, 40%. All right, so that's on par with divorce statistics. That's on par with a whole bunch of things, 40%. I I imagine it's quite higher. But just because I show you something doesn't mean I agree with it. And let me show you this. The harsh realities, three harsh facts about long-distance relationships. And they say three things that you have to worry about. And I'm going to just say this. I'm not going to read all of this. The three things that you have to worry about, loneliness, lack of trust, and communication. Loneliness, lack of trust, and communication. Now, let's start right there. In long-distance relationships, obviously, certainly when you're younger, you're more likely to deal with a long-distance relationship. As a man, I don't understand why we do this, but we all participate in these things. There's always a sense of there's someone better not where I'm from. A lot of women have that. Some men have that. But most of the time, because social media, because we can reach out across people across the world, you'll meet a woman that's in Kansas City, maybe through a dating app, Instagram, or whatever. All right, she's in Kansas City. She's an attractive woman in Kansas City. In fact, where you live in San Diego, this woman in Kansas City is your type. You might not have that type of woman or access to that type of woman in San Diego. But here she is in Kansas City, and you're like, that is my type. And you manage to connect and have a conversation. The conversations are going to be typically when she is lonely. When she is lonely and feels lonely, she's going to reach out to you. And you'll continue conversating with her because you're like, one of these days I'm going to go to Kansas City. Now, you've never been to Kansas City. But you think you're just going to go to Kansas City and meet this woman at some point. So you keep the relationship going. You're talking, you're talking. Sometimes it even gets worse. You commit. You'll make a commitment to her. You'll be like, you're my girl. I'm your girl. And you'll have this kind of this banter, intimate banner of possession, commitment. Super weird. But you haven't even seen this individual. People get, uh, people get, um, what do they call it? People get, um, I can't remember what they call it, but anyway, people, people, this happens to a lot of people where they're like, I'm in a relationship with this person. And they're not, you haven't even met them in person. Catfished is the word. You get, cat, people get catfished all the time or they get misled. In fact, you'll go through a period of relationship and breakup and you ain't even seen each other more than once. 
yeah, romantic scams too. You haven't even seen each other more than once if you've seen each other once at all. You've talked to each other. And no, there's not this big money back, back and forth. So it's not a finesse. But all it is is a time suck. So you'll be like, oh, man, I'm in Boston. And there's a girl at college in Tennessee. I like her. <laughs> and people will be in a relationship. You'll have a girl in Colombia, Dominican Republic. And they'll reach out to you. Hey, let's talk. And you'll be talking and texting and messaging each other and WhatsApping each other. And, and you'll get all fuzzy. And you'll get all ridiculous about it. And mostly men are getting played like a mother sucker. Played like a goddamn largemouth bass. Just goofy. And this is why. Now, there's hope on the woman's side. If she's a romantic, there's hope. She's like, hey, this connection is benefiting her. You're saying the right things. She's saying the right things. There's nobody in her town that's saying the right things like this. Everybody that sees her in her town in Kansas City ignores the shit out of her. Every man that is fornicated with her and she done rode the carousel there, nobody treats her like you. Nobody says the right things like you do. Why? They ain't got no time. They ain't messaging that broad. They're like, broad, you coming over to know? No, you ain't coming over. Click. But, but you don't have that leverage. You don't have that ability to make her come to you or shut her down. So she can keep playing that game and entice you. She can keep reeling your ass in. You can't make her put out. The men in Kansas City makes her put out or they don't, they don't associate with her. So that makes her get a feeling that you really like her for you. You really like, she's like, he likes me for me. He talks to me. He gives me attention. He says the right things. And that's my guy. And you're like, that's my girl. She's loyal to me. She's mine. She's my type. I can't wait to see her. I'm looking forward to her. I think about her all the time. You know why you think about her? Because you ain't busted a nut on her. That's why. Now, if she was in your area and you busted on her, you wouldn't think about her no more. You stopped thinking about her. Why? Because you got that venom out. <laughs> you don't have any more time to think about this woman anymore. You've already been with her, smashed it up. You busted. Don't need to think about her until she calls me up or I have a need again. All right, so what's happening is this. What's happening is this. You talking, and because you are only communicating most of the time through screen, messaging, DMs, WhatsApp, and sometimes occasionally FaceTime and so forth, because you're doing it that way, you have time to say the right thing. You almost can't miss you have time to collect your thoughts. You have time to talk and say the right thing. She has time to collect her thoughts and gather, say the right thing back to you. So it's almost hitting batting a thousand. Every now and then something gets lost in communication. What does that mean? Right? What did that mean when you said this? And sometimes it might lead to an argument. And then now you're kind of kissing makeup over your long distance relationship. Well, you're wasting your damn time. Trying to make this make sense when you can't see this person. And I have a rule. If you're not going to be here four times a month, all right, there's, it, listen, there's, there's no reason to be monogamous in these situations at all. There's no reason to make monogamous. But you would have to be within driving distance to get to me quick or hop on an airplane. You got to be on me, right? If you ain't there for enough two weeks time where I can get access to you, there's no monogamy here. 
I, I, it, you could be in my concubine. You could be in the rotation. But you're not going to be primo uno number one. You're not going to be the woman at all. You could be the one that come in the weekend, you know, but people will, women will say that. I'll come in two times a month, fly in. I'll come in once a month, once a weekend. Let's be a monogamous. Let's work on it. And they live in Texas. They live in Florida. I'm like, I'm in Las Vegas. How the hell are you going to do that? But women do that. And then you argue with them and then you patch it up and then everybody feels good. Even further than that, you'll be doing phone sex, shit like this. And the benefit that men get in establishing relationships is the fact that he can get access to sex. That's why he's doing it. Without that, there's really no relationship. You haven't even consummated a marriage without sex. The marriage doesn't end when, when the preacher says, I'll now take you man and wife. The marriage begins. The marriage doesn't begin when the preacher says, I pronounce you man and wife. The marriage begins at sex, at consummating. That consummates the relationship. That consummates the marriage. Same thing in a relationship. If there's no sex, there's really no relationship. None. And that's the reason a man puts in time. That's why you put in money. That's why you put in energy. So her, for her to get close to you for that. If there's no chance for her to have sex or intimacy, what in the hell are you getting? What are you getting? Nothing. However, she's getting her cup overfloweth. She's getting everything filled. She's getting her attention gap filled. She's getting the commitment from your monkey ass, your simple ass. She's getting the energy. She getting the conversation. She getting the sweet nothings in her ear. She getting the validation. She getting every goddamn thing. She. And she don't got to put out. What? She don't have to put out. For a woman, that's everything. She don't got to put out no puss. And she get all of that. That is a win-win. Validation, energy, attention, time, messaging. You know, women will go out to a nightclub, a, 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 a football game, any goddamn thing, but somebody that she can Skype, message, phone, FaceTime, talk to. Oh, look at what he said to me. You sending her gifts, money, shit, free therapy. Yeah, you a free therapist. She getting good conversations. You're telling her everything about herself. She getting everything. You getting zero. Zero. That's a sucker ass game. That's the best thing that you that, that's the best thing you could give her. Valentine's gifts, love letters, everybody in her town, everybody on her college campus, not one dude is giving her any of this. Yep, words of affirmation. You meeting all of her love languages, all of them. Not one dude on her college campus is giving her this. None. Not one guy in her reach, her proximity, her area code, her zip code, her state, her county, her, nobody's giving her this. And they're right there looking at her. They right there looking at her. She can't get none of it. Boosting her ego, telling her, her she look good. Somebody says, this is, I'm, I'm, I'm just here to help you. How does CGA know so much without going through this? This is what I want you guys to understand. 
you're used to listening to content creators say these things as if they didn't do it. And they'll come up here. I ain't never been fallible over a woman. I'm the opposite. I tell you I went through it. That's how I know. The best content creator, and I'm the best. I tell you because I did it. For all have simped. And fallen short of the glory of the free agent lifestyle. I'm not above you. I'm not below you. We all went through this. We all had to learn. Now, you used to listen to the guys like, I was a pimp in the fifth grade, and I put holes on the track. You listen to guys like, I only slept with tens. I'm not that guy. I'm the guy that been through this, so I can tell you. This is why people relate to me, because I'm the one who went through this with you. We all been through this shit. Even the guys saying they've been pimping since the fifth grade and they're not a hoe that ever got over. That's wrong. You learn when you get got. You learn when you get got. We all, I have a phrase, for all have simped. Just like I say, all men pay. And they'll just be like, I ain't paid. Oh, yes, you have. All men have simped. All of us. All of us got got. So don't ever think that I'm telling you something. This is dumb. Don't do it. I would never do it. Have I said I've never done it? I never say that. This is key. This is key. And this is key for you to understand. This is why you relate to me so well. Getting back to it. Getting back to it. You're putting her in the prime position where she wins. You're in a prime position to lose. Because what you're hoping is that this will get her to be faithful to you. If you do these things. So all of these things you're doing, you're hoping that she maintains her loyalty to you. Meaning that when she's away from you, no one else sleeps with her. No one else touches her. No one else kisses her. No one else macks her. She shuts down everybody when you're miles away. This is what you hope. Unfortunately, this is not what you're going to get. You're going to get crushed. Because what's going to happen is, now this is the key. What's going to happen is, she's going to get horny. What's going to happen is, she's still going to go out and party and go to bars. What's going to happen is, she still will have girls nights out and friends. What's going to happen is, she still has coworkers. What's going to happen is, she's still going to go to concerts. She's still going to go backstage. She's still going to travel. She's still going to do shit that you cannot see or hear. And if she was with you, you would be able to see it. When she comes home at 2 in the morning, when she sleeps over, when she gets horny and calls over the dude who ain't put in no money, no time, no energy, no effort. He ain't whispering sweet nothings in her ear. Not a damn thing. It could be her baby daddy, her ex-boyfriend, the new ninja on the block, the new ninja that moved into her apartment complex. He ain't put in nan time. Yep, she's still going to go to raves. She's still going to go. She, this dude ain't put in nan time. But he going to push her insides to her esophagus. He going to make out with her. He going to do stuff that you ain't getting. You ain't getting it and you ain't never got it. And you just hoping one day when you see her that you going to get it. 
and she going to get weak. We showed you. All women get weak. I got weak, and I had to scratch that itch to a ninja that put in zero time. Now, that's going to hurt because ain't shit you can do about it. You all the way in San Diego. She in Kansas City. What you going to do? Drive over there and tell her what you tell her, tell her your thoughts. You couldn't even drive over there. Your broke ass couldn't even make it. Your broke ass car couldn't even make it to Kansas City. What you going to do over there? Give her a piece of your mind over Skype, over FaceTime? You ain't going to do shit. And she knows it. Because right around Monday, she starts hitting that phone up. Hey, baby, how you doing? How you doing, Pookie Pooter? How you doing, baby Snuffer Luffagus? How you doing, sweetie pie, sweet cheeks? How you doing, sunshine? She hitting your ass up on Monday. Lighting that phone up when she get bored. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Y'all just talking to each other. Talk, 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 talk. Message, message, message. Skype, Skype, Skype. Falling asleep, talking. Friday come. All of a sudden, radio silence. All of a sudden, that text don't get responded to. All of a sudden, that message is getting delayed an hour, two hours. All of a sudden, between the hours of 9 p.m. and 2 a.m., ain't no messages. Because on Monday, there was a message at 9, 10, 11. (laughs) <laughs> all of a sudden friday night 9 38 9 30 10 11 12 1 2 3 4 5 oops i fell asleep sorry baby i was up i, I was staying up late at night monday through thursday talking to you friday night i tucked in at 8 35 and i done fell asleep i'm getting to you right here saturday morning <laughs> okay baby it's okay saturday morning you got any plans it's 12 o'clock you're gonna run i'm gonna just run a couple of errands i'm gonna go to brunch with the girls we might catch the college game we might go tailgating and then i'll be back home tucked in let's facetime at 8 30 tonight okay 8 30 saturday night Hey baby, how you doing? I just wanted to know we had a FaceTime appointment, 8.30. It's 8.30, baby. Sneaky poo, snuffy poo, cupcake, Miss Princess, Miss Queen, my queen, my rib. It's 8.30. Uh, I FaceTimed you. I ain't heard nothing. <laughs> now radio silent 8 30 9 30 10 30 11 12 1 30 2 33 you don't hear from this bitch until sunday at 1 p.m she done had a long weekend friday saturday Sunday morning, got ran through, cheeks clapped, throttled, phone died, car broke down on the side of the road. 
She done broke down in the damn desert. No charger, battery done died. Grandma died, dog died, everybody died. <laughs> and she was getting folded up like an origami, just <laughs> by a ninja she met that had a toothpick in his mouth, gold teeth in his mouth. <laughs> ninja ain't send one Skype, no FaceTime, no messages. He ain't got no nickname. He don't know her last name. Ninja, he clap and pounded to clap them cheeks rounds. Mm. <laughs> now, all of a sudden, from Sunday, 1 p.m., oh, baby, just catching up with you. It was a long day. My grandma died in the middle of the night, and her dog uh, consumed half of her body. My car died. Battery died. My Tesla ran out of gas. My phone died. I couldn't reach it. It was under the car. It fell under, off the highway. The truck ran it over. I lost my phone. <laughs> and there's a ninja in the bathroom washing off his dick in the sink. As she's texting you this. And you can't see it. But it's happening. Meanwhile, I'll Skype you tonight. I got to go to my grandma, my granddaddy funeral. And I got to go to the wake. And then I got to go to brunch. I got all these errands. To, I thought you were running errands on Saturday. Oh, man, you know, I got caught up at the DMV or the post office. You know how long the line. I got to finish my errands. <laughs> Catch up with your ass Monday. Hi, snooker poodles. Hi, doodle doodle. Hi, hi, baby. Hi, darling dear. Hi, honey cakes. Hi, sweetie pie. <laughs> Yo, that right there is why you don't do long distance relationships. Because that is typically how it's going to go. Many of us then got got just like that. And the reason why is it's just it's just that that she doesn't see you as valuable. She's you're valuable to her because you're the only one in the world doing what you're doing to her. The only one. Nobody else is dumb enough to put that much time, energy and effort to sit there with a hard Johnson while you talking to her on Skype. Or fake time. Nobody going to do that shit. No man worth assault is going to do that. But you're the only one she can't take. She can't lose that. And all the promises to come to see you. Ninja, when you going to come see me? How about eight weeks from now? What does that do for you? What does that do for you? Eight weeks from now? What am I supposed to do with this? I'm horny. Okay. But she doesn't see you as valuable because not only that, that nobody else is doing that. You don't have anybody in San Diego that you ain't picking up no other hoes in San Diego. Now, not only San Diego, every city in between San Diego and Kansas City. You ain't got no other women in a close proximity that you're this smitten with. She's done lost respect for you on that instance. You have scarcity and she can smell it. You have scarcity. You're so desperate that your next best mate possibility is in Kansas City. 
you're a thousand miles away. Eventually, it'll click in her head. Now, her, on the other hand, where she's from, she's still got options. And she will exercise those options. She will. So these are all rookie mistakes. These are all, he says, I did this, done stuff once. Again, these are things that I've done. You know, when you're young and it's hard out here and you think, oh, I met this wonderful girl on Instagram. I met this wonderful girl on Tinder. Uh, Even in Southern California, this is a big problem. Because people in Southern California, there's so many people in a small area, 15, 20 million people if you count all the counties combined. L.A., Orange County, San Bernardino, Riverside, even San Diego, and if you go up to Ventura. If you count all of these people, it could be upwards to 15 to 20 million people, right? The problem is, distance-wise, freeway-wise, if there were no traffic, you can get to all of these places in 45 minutes, maybe an hour, hour and 20, 30 minutes tops. But in real time, traffic, morning, this could take two hours, four hours. The problem is nobody ever thinks about traffic. So the person would be in downtown LA, you're in Newport Beach. Without traffic, 45 minutes, you're there. But obviously, you're not going to see anybody at 2 in the morning. You're going to see anybody, somebody at 7, 8, 9, 10 o'clock. It's going to take two hours to get there. But people think they can make these relationships work. Oh, I got a girlfriend in Ventura County. I got a girlfriend in downtown LA. I got a boyfriend in San Diego, and they live in Orange County. Ninja, this is not realistic. (laughs) This is not realistic. And you're supposed to be loyal and faithful, only seeing each other two, four, six times in a month. It's not realistic. And then people keep fooling themselves. And then you have to ask yourself, why are you in downtown LA with millions of people? There's no other person. Well, there is. She's not telling you that. Same thing for you. You're in Orange County. You can't reach anybody in between where you are and you're close logistically to make it work. Yeah. But I think what people hope is there's somebody better than people around me. All right. There's people around me I don't like or I can't get to. So maybe there's somebody better on this side. And you'll go for it. You'll sink in it. You'll do it. And then what's happening is you're, you're putting yourself at a worse situation. It's just worse for you as a male. You don't get what you need from the relationship. And she gets everything. In fact, I can't name one advantage that a man will have in that situation. Now, if she's a concubine, if she's a rotation, a sugar baby, uh, all of these things, these are different. It's a different conversation. I'm talking about when you're in a long-distance relationship where it's, we're monogamous, but we don't see each other, or we see each other two to four days in a month, or two and four days in a two-month period. This is ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous, right? Because there's no effort made. You don't have the time to make long trips. It's just ridiculous. I don't see any advantage. I uh, women see an advantage because there certainly is an advantage for her. You, on the other hand, absolutely not. Mm. Now, there's people doing this shit where they got a girlfriend in the Dominican Republic. <laughs> They got a girlfriend in Colombia, a girlfriend in the Philippines, a girlfriend in Thailand. Please. This is the this is disgraceful if you believe that this woman's doing nothing other than finessing the shit out of you. And you so goofy, you sending money. Ninja, she got four people sending her money at least. 
it's it's just mind boggling that that people keep doing this stuff. And, uh, you know, you hope for the best. He said long distance LDRs are the friend zone with an extra step. 100%. Pen pals. And, uh, dude, the long distance relationships have been a thing for a long time. Sleepless in Seattle was a thing. Uh, even, um, I think, Pocahontas. And even uh, Thomas Jefferson and uh, even, I think, you know, Thomas Jefferson and uh, uh, Sally Hemming. At some point, all of these people were distances. One was in France. One was in America. They're writing each other long-ass letters. I think it's absolutely foolish. Anyway, what if she sends you money? <laughs> all right. What? Where are you? Stop. But uh, it's just, it's, it's a thing that you have to really grow out of. And I still get women try this on me. Oh, I'm in LA. I'll come to Vegas all the time. Shut the fuck. You ain't doing nothing. Right? You ain't going to do it. That, why? Because there's just too many opportunities in LA. There's just too many people in LA. Why would you just have this person in, in, in Vegas or Phoenix that you're just going to be hopping on a plane, driving up and down the interstate, passing up all these? For what? I ain't that good. <laughs> I ain't that good of an individual where I'm that great and you just passing up all these people driving through Riverside, Apple Valley, Ontario, driving through the desert, Barstow, Baker, driving through all the way to get to me. So I'm finally with you. <laughs> Gotta drive back. This shit crazy. That's crazy. Like, why? Like, there's no way. Or drop me on that, put me on an airplane. $500 trip up so you can be here from what? Friday to Sunday back. This is nah, not for no romantic. Nah, 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 nah. Now, if you're gonna be one of the gals, one of the gals, be one of the gals. Just be one of the girls on the on the thing on the rock. But no, nah, maybe maybe we could be committed together. Like they be pulling this shit. Like yo, how, how, how sway how? <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Like, you don't think I got needs? You know, I mean, I think for a woman, naively, they're looking only from their perspective. So when I say, well, I have needs too. Oh, I can meet those needs? How? <laughs> like, I'm asking, how would you meet those needs in your way over there? How would you meet those needs? Well, I'll come uh, two times uh, a month. And then what am I? Okay, that's four days. 31 days, that's 27 days. What am I supposed to do with the rest of the 27 days? What am I supposed to do? <laughs> A man has needs, and they cannot be met on no telephone, especially at my old-ass age. Women be like, hey, I'm going to send you a picture. I'm like... <laughs> All right, nice picture. I'll send you a video on me doing the nasty things. Watch. Looking at the video. Please. <laughs> All right, anyway. But yeah, they. I think, oh, one more thing. I forgot. I'm glad I remembered it. Let's just say you're one of the successful long-term relationships or long-distance. I keep saying long-term. Watch this. I'm going to give you a point that you might not have thought of because it says right here there are some successful ones. Where is it at? Uh, 40% breakup, these couples right here. You know what? You know what's a bad one? Let's just say it says uh, four to five months. No, no, wait. 14 months. All right, let's just say you stay in the relationship 14 months. 
You're in a relationship for 14 months. That's the average amount of time expected to be separated before a long-distance relationship couple can move closer together. 14 months. That's a calendar year in a few months. Now, I'm going to watch this. Watch this. This is what I also described in sexless marriages or marriages with infrequent intimacy. If you manage to meet that 14 months, right, and you were in a long distance and you saw each other infrequently or none at all, you just set yourself up for failure intimacy-wise with that woman if she ever moves closer. And the reason why is because you have already had infrequent in intimacy with her. You were willing to wait a month, two months, sometimes up to 14 months, three months, six months, dry spells where you didn't have intimacy. You just talked and text and tweeted and followed each other on social media and DM'd. Now, when she's there, she's going to expect that to be the same. Set yourself up for failure so that when you're not physically intimate, she's going to say, what's the difference? When I lived in Boston, we didn't have physical intimacy that entire time, and you still were in love then, right? You set yourself up for failure because she's like, you've already demonstrated that you didn't need physical intimacy. And we have a connection that is greater than physical intimacy. So can't we just talk? Can't we just cuddle? What's the problem? You waited before. Why can't you wait now? You've already established that you can be sexless with her. And that is not going to be good. Initially, she'll start. But then when she wants to pause, let's just wait a couple of days. You'd be like, a couple of days? She'd be like, what's the problem? You waited six months last time. <laughs> right? You waited six months. What's the problem now? Why are you rushing me now? Why are you pushing me now? Why do we have to all have all this sex now? I'm a little tired. Let's give me a week or two. What? 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 You mean? What? 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 Anyway, so you've already established this. So now, when she's in your presence, you've established that you like to what? Talk, text, write poems, letters, and all this shit with the absence of sex. That that is for women. That's a big deal. They connect like that. And they're like, this guy likes me for more than just sex. So she can remove that off the table and expect you to accept it. Mm. Mm. And it, ha guys, trust me, this thing, these, aren't, these aren't things that we're making up. These things happen, happen. These things happen, happen. All right, let's get to these super chats, man. Great conversation today. <laughs> Let's get to these super chats. Where are we at? We got uh, Cam. Shout out to Cam is in the building on the cash. What do we got here? Venmo. Venmo, Venmo. See what the Venmo gang's talking about. Venmo says, El Jefe, a contemporary of CGA, Tupac once said, bitches get horny, ninjas die. <laughs> bitches get horny, ninjas die. Indeed. And also, women get horny, man. So, what are they going to do? Shout out to El Jefe. Appreciate you. I grabbed some ankles tonight. CGA coach, gang, yang, and the train gang in the building. Go. Train yang. 
All right. What percentage of relationships do you think women plan on extorting or setting men up? Okay, I already read that one. That was from earlier today. Okay, all right. She dropped her phone for three days. Could get back to me. Dude, women try these things on you. Guys never believe that they dropped their phone. They lost it. It fell in the beach. It fell in the toilet. These are all lies that they use to try to get over on you. They're, they're, treat them as a lie. As soon as you hear it, it's a lie. Oh, I couldn't reach the phone. I was away. It cracked. It dropped. And I had to hold it in rice. Right? These are all lies. These are all lies. If the battery can't charge more than 10%, it won't hold a charge. These are all lies. Because when she with you, that phone attached to her hand. And she ain't never lost it. <laughs> all right. Anyway, Emmanuel says, I relate too much with you, coach. He says, the woman who finessed the guy into paying for her studies so she could teach in Asia is dating some younger uh, guy and started a life in Bangladesh. I was staggered. Yep. You'll be staggered. And unfortunately, a lot of young men, uh, you'll. You'll easily get in, you can easily get into these type of relationships before you get into a relationship with the woman in your area. All right, Maryland guy says, I know you're 2,500 miles away from me, but everything you say is so true. The blueprint is the same everywhere. It's the same. It's the same. Guys, women are pretty much the same. They only have five plays. They're like the remember the Titans. They got five plays. Ninja, you got a whole bunch of things here. They got five plays. They got the wishbone. They got the play action pass. They got the sweep. All right. They got the jet sweep. They got the five star, a five yard drop and a post route. They ain't got that many plays. The minute they can't use plays, they abandon ship. All right. They just abandon the relationship with you. Right. So I just said this. What if there's a woman listening to me like, damn, I thought I was going to get him. What's going to happen? She's going to be like, well, there's no possibility to run that shit on him. Hey, are the Bears losing? Kelly says, no government name. This is rather long. You are speaking the truth. I'm a true believer in long-distance relationships. They truly don't work. Twice been burnt. Uh, he says, twice been burnt to learn. Funny thing is, straight out of high school, my girl and family moved to Florida. We wrote each other twice a month. And he says, with actual letters, that was in the mid-90s before emails even had to call her on long distance to hear her voice. He says, before senior year, I was planning and saving to go see her. I called her, and he says, it was her mom revealing to me she is seeing another man, an older man, in fact. And he gave her an STD. Wow. Her mom was disappointed and thought it was only right for me to know. Second time around, I was, 10 years later, another Florida girl, a hookup. I even went and stayed with her for a while on the mini vacations only to be told. Once I reached back home that she's seen another dude and got pregnant by him. Thank goodness she didn't say I was the daddy. Can I get a all the humanity? That's what you'll get. That was a long ass. Oh, the humanity. Jesus. Shout out to you, though. Yeah. I mean, I've been in situations where I knew women and we were going to go meet. We were going to meet each other like I was going to meet her. I was going to bring her to me. Only to find out she had a boyfriend. She got it. She just get into a relationship. <laughs> like, wait a minute. We've been talking, 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 planning. You were going to come out to me. And then right before they came out, I got a boyfriend. 
<laughs> like these bitches, yo, they out of control. Hey, man, shout out to, uh, did I get Randy? I did. Blackbeard DMH, coach, I tried. He says, I'm tired of your salami shaming me. I love my New York City gorditas. Also, you need, all you need is tacos and modelos. The best succeed you will get. Yeah, they, they're good. They're good. And he also says, Coach, I'm six foot three. I'd rather take 80% bus over 20. All right. I missed the reference on that one. Big joke at ATL. Is that why women fall in love with inmates? She gets all the attention, poetry, love letters, and she ain't got to put out. Yes. But the inmates are also giving her a, they're finessing her because the inmate has nowhere to go, he has no outlet. She's sending letters, she's putting money on the commissary. So she could be fat, out of shape, overweight. The reality is for her, um, for him, he has no other outlet. And then he thinks he's going to be a change reform man when he gets out and be in love with her. But he going to hit them streets running. And he going to see tail and puss and girls. And he going to lose. He going to ditch her as soon as he get out. Octavia says, is that an AR on the IG story, Coach? Nice. It is. The narrow Tranquello. Shout out to you, a sponsorship. Man, we going to get through these. He says, I was hopeless. I was a hopeless romantic. Thought my passport would give me a different experience. Took care of that chick for two years. We broke up literally a week later. Another ninja was smashing. My provision didn't equal loyalty. This is how I got to the red pill. Yep, a lot of guys do. We got to learn this way. Guys, women are going to be there. Guys, if you with a woman today and you die tomorrow, she might not even make it 24 hours before she giving the puss to someone else. That's just a reality. I want you to think about this. Same as your job. You die tomorrow, they'll hire somebody else tomorrow doing your job. If you with a girl and she's loyal to you and, and you were married to her and she had your babies, you could die. She could be at the funeral and within before sundown, she will have another ninja piping her down. Guys, you know why? It's the easiest thing they can do on planet Earth. They breathe, poop, piss, have sex. There ain't nothing easier than that. It's the easiest thing. Shout out to the Jimmy ZTT. I'm going to need to copyright strike you. If you keep giving examples of my simp past with the ladies, you describe former me with 100% accuracy. Thank God for the free agent lifestyle. Thank you, brother. JC. I had a layover in New York. I went to Burger King restroom and a bum was washing his salami in the sink. It was a puddle of mud spilling over. I swear to God, disgusting. All right, disgusting. Shout out to uh, Don Cristo. I was there when her mom told her to network when she gets to LA as a traveling nurse. One week later, FaceTime me with the dude in her room saying it was her homeboy. Yep, shout out to David F. Says support to the CGA. Shout out to you. Thank you, Edward M. He says, uh, Coach, young men might not understand the gravity of what you teach, but us older men in this space know from experience that you're 100% on point. He's 55, by the way. Thank you for your work. Thank you, man. Thank you. And I'm not ashamed to say, you know, because we've been through these things. These things I tell you, it's not me saying, yeah, I prevented all these. These, these hoes never got over on me. They tried this. Nope. 
I was down bad. Yep. I'm not that consecrator. So when I tell you these stories, sometimes I experienced a bit of it. Sometimes I saw other people go through it. But we've all gone through that long distance is better. Guys, I worked on college campuses. I saw this poor woman, um, this poor guy. Um, I used to recruit a lot of international players. So we would get players from France, Germany, Sweden, um, Belgium. Uh, let me think of other places that we would get players. Those are the primary areas. Uh, Poland, you know, because these are big Eastern European chicks. So they, you know, they, they, they had different experience than, than American players. So we would go over there and get these big six, six foot one lumbering Viking chicks, European chicks. So what would happen is most of them don't have the homosexuality as American women do. So they come over here being heterosexual at female athletes, which is rare for basketball. Eventually what will happen is they will come over here and they will have a boyfriend from where they left. The first week when they get to campus, they're homesick. They're in a new world. Um, they're, they got their boyfriend at home in Europe. And I've seen them. Back in the day, you couldn't really just FaceTime like that. There were no smartphones. Really up until 20, I want to say 2014, 20, yeah, 2013. 2014 is when most people had one. So before that, they had to Skype. And then they had to Skype in a quiet place. They couldn't Skype in their dorm. So they would come to the coach's office to Skype. And these girls would come over from Europe and they would have their boyfriend. All right. And they would jump on there and they would be like, I'm a, and then I see him. Oh, you're Skyping your boyfriend. Oh, you in love. Oh, she dedicated every day for about a week just to Skyping. Second week. It's not every day anymore. It's two, three days, four days, third week, one or two days by fourth week. You won't see her in there Skyping no more. Hey, what happened to your boyfriend? You see her walking hands, hand in hand with one of the men's basketball players, one of the football players, and you looking like, God damn, happened that fast because these guys are present. The basketball player, the basketball team is here. She's watching guys that she never doesn't see anymore. Uh, she, she hasn't seen. Now these guys dunking the ball. They talking to her. They going to parties. They going to the frat house. They going to the... Now they're now they have things in common, and now he's there, bending that ear. So now, you're not in Russia no more. You're not in Sweden. You can't talk. Can't talk to your boyfriend. Your boyfriend's when when you Skype him, it's twelve o'clock in the morning, but it's nine o'clock in the morning your time, or vice versa. It's nine o'clock at night. Like it's it's just not that you're not congruent anymore. And you slowly, slowly see the gradual pull away. The long distance is no longer possible. It no longer serves her need. Now, sometimes she'll still be in a relationship with that guy for a couple of more weeks, a couple of more months, and they're still trying to work it out. They'll be fighting. She'll be like, I got an argument with my boyfriend in Sweden. Really, what happened? Oh, my gosh. All right, he didn't do this. All right. But you know what it is. They got in an argument because what we talked about, the inconsistency, the disappearing act. She's now, he now can sense he has a funny feeling that she's being touched up. So that, that starts to go away, and then there starts to be more grief and strife and miscommunication. And, you know, he's accusing me of this. He's accusing me of that. You know, these, these things happen. I've seen them way too many times. I've seen them um, even in situations where 
uh, the woman had a guy that she was going to marry and eventually did marry. But he was out of town. He couldn't be at campus all the time. But that even eventually that young girl, uh, the, the good girl, ended up getting into some situations. The guy's just not there. And um, I've seen it to where I was made aware that she was cheating. She was with another man. And then here comes her boyfriend in town to come see, come visit afterwards. And I got to look at that and go, damn. <laughs> like, holy man. Yo, I'm like, man, it's cold out here. It's cold out here. So it's not. And guys, these aren't just the skeezers. These aren't the, oh, those are those type of women. Dude, it be the good ones doing it. It be the ones that don't be causing the drama, messing around, the quiet ones. So this makes me, you know, I'm trying to tell you, there's really no rhyme or reason. This is why you can't say to a woman or a woman, you can't say, well, not all women will do that. You can't, can't tell which ones will and won't, won't do it. You cannot tell. It's not just the whole, okay, no, the holes and skeezers are doing that. And the good girls don't do it. You cannot tell. I've seen both type of people do stuff like this. And so you cannot, it, it, you can't make that argument. Shout out to, uh, shout out to Z Vell. I can't pronounce it. He says, ninjas go out to war and make the ultimate sacrifice and still get played on by significant others. Give me the prices, right? Loser theme, by the way. Thank you for acknowledging this. This happens. Guys go out to, um, they go to military duty. They go to, um, I'm missing the word where they send them out. I don't know why I miss words like that. But um, they go to serve their tour duty. I can't even think about it. They got sent on deployment. Deployment is the word I was thinking of. They get deployed. The woman knows he's getting deployed. The woman will bon voyage this ninja and will be getting cheeks clapped by Jody. How many military men have been through that? That shit is a, that's a slam dunk. In fact, in the military, that's completely the common. Completely common. That the, the man will get deployed, be gone for eight months, ten months, and she get in throttle. He will come back, and that bitch will be gone. Clean out the whole damn barracks. Clean out the whole damn, and be out of there. Skedaddle with a new ninja. Right? This shit is too common. So what, what type of women are we talking about? This is too common. In fact, I would expect it at this time. And I'm going to share this last story just so you can see it. I shared it before, but maybe you didn't hear it. Let me see here. Uh, let me see here. Uh, I'll see if I can pull it up. The prisoner of war in Vietnam who wife did him dirty. And I'll explain the story here. So it's about this guy right here. This guy right here. So again, you just don't know, man. This guy, same thing. Okay, there he is right there. This is an iconic photo. Iconic photo. The photo represents this guy right here. You see him in this military uniform. And uh, you see his children. One, two, three, four, four children. The older male is the children. The male behind the young the, the adolescent girl here. Then you have some preteens. And then back here is the wife. Back here is the wife. Now, let me read the story to you. Now, this is, this is kind, it's not a long-distance relationship, but it's a sad story that tells you, Ninja, your absence, absence, I have a phrase 
because I once had this Belgian chick that I was messing with. And uh, the phrase goes like this, out of sight, out of mind, or does absence make the heart grow found, fonder? Oh, these were not his kids? Does absence make the heart grow fonder, or when you're out of sight, are you out of mind? It's either one or the other. So here's the situation here. This man here was released. He was a prisoner of war. The event took place at the Travis Air Force Base. And it says right here, on March 17th, the plane landed at the Air Force Base in Solano, California. Even though there were only 20 POWs uh, released uh, aboard the plane, almost 400 family members turned up for the homecoming. Okay. The people depicted in the picture. The picture depicts U.S. Air Force Lieutenant Colonel Robert L. Sturm being reunited with his family after, after spending more than five years in captivity as a prisoner of war in North Vietnam. On October 27, 1967, Sturm was shot down over Hanai. Uh, I'm trying to shrink up the screen. Leading a fight of F-105S on a bombing mission. And he was not released until March 14, 1973. The centerpiece of the photograph is Stern's 15-year-old daughter, Lori, who is excited greeting her father with outstretched arms as the rest of the family approaches directly behind her. Lori later recounted in 2003, we were in a car behind the aircraft on the tarmac, and they said, you can get out now. So we just burst out of the car, started running to my dad. We were excited. Lori's exuberant reaction earned the moniker the jumper or the leaper. Despite outward appearance, the reunion was an unhappy one for Sturm. Three days before he arrived in the United States, he was released from captivity. I'm sorry here. Three days before he arrived in the U.S., the same day he was released from captivity, Sturm received a Dear John letter from his wife, Lorette, or Loretta, informing him that their marriage was over. Hanoi. I've never been there, so it is what it is. All right. Uh, never going there either. <laughs> All right. Here we go right here. But it sounds like a wonderful place. It says right here, Sturm later received, uh, learned that Loretta had been with other men throughout his captivity and had received marriage proposals from three of them. In 70, let me read this again. Let me read this again. He's a prisoner of war. He's got shot down in Hanoi. Shout out to the Vietnamese ladies in Hanoi. I'll be seeing you soon and love you long time. So he gets released. She sends him a letter. Marriage is over. She thought he was good for gone. Good is dead. Stern later learned that Loretta had been with other men throughout his captivity and had received marriage proposals from three of them. In 74, the Stearns divorced and Loretta remarried, but he was still ordered to provide her with 43% of his military retirement pay once he retired from the Air Force. 74. Says right here, although the, ju the divorce judge stated that much evidence was presented to the court of Loretta's unfaithfulness while Stern was a prisoner. Stern was later promoted to full colonel and retire from the Air Force in 1977. Loretta died on August 13, 2010 from cancer. Die slow. Mm. All right, so let's go head back and show you there. 
guys, really, man, I think it's really, you know, they're trying to just play leverage. <laughs> and there's no loyalty out here, guys. I, I really don't. It's hard. It's a hard thing to even say that. Even if you cannot find it, it's hard to even believe it could be true. It's tough. It's tough. I know. I, don't, I Listen, I'm not trying to get you to be down about it, but it's, it's hard. I've seen even the best stories of this one turn worse, turn bad. And is Loretta 304? Is she a skeezer? Is she those type of girls? Who knows? Who knows? She could have been like that before we married. We don't know. But she still didn't turn down that 43% of the retirement benefits. Crazy. El Jefe saw your Insta story with your skitty pop, pop, pop. You didn't miss once. That's what you think. All right. Yeah. All right. And a boom, boom, boom. All right. Anyway, thank you, brother, for that, man. Check me out on Instagram, Coach Greg Adams TV. Yeah, man. I bet you she's saving a seat in hell. When did he die, by the way? It's a cold world, guys. It's just a cold world. It's an evil world. And when and in. when stuff like happens to like, like stuff like this happen to men, these are heart wrenching stories that you know they complain about. Oh, a guy cheated on me, and a guy he he was brutal to me. He beat me. Like you, they be making up shit with no evidence. But you come and be like, you can't believe this story, and they'll be like, oh, he'll get over it. Don't become bitter. Just find a better one. I wonder when he died, by the way. Let's see if I can get his um, death day. Says right here. Hmm, doesn't say when he died. Okay. I'm just, I'm just looking over the story here. Doesn't say his death day. Pretty sure he's may not be with us anymore. Uh, he could be, though. All right, there it is right there. All right, so anyway. That's going to be it for the day. I think I got everybody on the Super Chat. I want to thank you for the contributions. Thank you for sticking with the show. We're going to be back tomorrow. Damn, last stream of the week tomorrow. But we will have our football stream all weekend. Stay tuned. Maybe a blue chip stream on the Notorious CGA channel. So subscribe to all my channels. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And we out of here. Peace.